I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. No. I am your And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says in the tin, it's best film ever. And it's also the podcast that puts the plus in Disney Plus, it's Talking to Mickey, it's a crossover episode. And my name's Ian. And I'm Liam. I'm Ellie. I'm Ethan. And I'm Georgia. Hey, we got through it all. I almost, I almost totally forgot the, the sort of call line for, uh, for Press <laughs> Film Ever. I was literally halfway through going, I don't know this. And I then, could see you being like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, getting ready to say it. And R2-D2 pushed it <laughs> out of nowhere. He saved the day because it didn't happen nine times in this movie. No. Um, and we're here to talk about episode, for, for Best Film Ever, episode 66, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And we're doing just one episode because it's... Uh, it, it, it fits for both, and it, it, it made my editing life a little bit easier. <laughs> and I don't think we've had a huge crossover between the two the two pods, if I'm being honest. I think no. we've got two very dedicated audiences uh, with a few notable ones uh, who, who do listen to both. But uh, it was just – it just felt right. Yeah. Why force it? We can do this Why and it works. Why force it? Ah, uh, uh, well done. Uh, <laughs> I had a really stupid moment whilst, we were pre- whilst I was prepping to watch this and actually Googled Empire Strikes Back oh, my to find word. out – what oh. platform it was on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> now, Georgia. I want, and then felt really stupid. <laughs> I want to state this from the beginning. Ellie, I believe, is still very, very, very much in the dark about the larger Star Wars thing. So yeah. things that we think are self-evident, we're going to have to really be careful and judge this film on its own and not what we know it leads to. We're talking to you, Ethan. Oh, no, don't worry. I've, I've, I've completely made sure that's safe for things like Context Corner and just okay. my, my opinions, too. So, excellent. So there is that. So now that we've established and tried to find ways that Ethan won't be lured to the dark side of Spoiler Town, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and do what we do. And we'll start by talking about some chartage, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Chartage. So uh, on Best Film Ever, we charted this week in Great Britain. Yay. Here at home, we did Ooh. actually quite well. 60 seconds, so I'll oh, take that. That's, that's, that's cool. a good number for us. Was uh, that TV and film? That was no, no. That was just overall film reviews. Okay, cool. You're un- I felt pretty good, and then Georgia went. <laughs> Sorry, was, was that the better thing? No, no. I don't know which way round they are. All of TV and film would be a much more competitive marketplace than film reviews. Yeah, I didn't know that there was a specific film review. There is. Sorry. So usually I say it's, it's film reviews. <laughs> so um, we also finished. Uh, we were in top fifty in Australia. Cool. Get top out. fifty in Denmark. Wow. We were. I'm trying to find the right one here. Forty first in Taiwan. That's nice. cool. 22nd in Switzerland. Nice. Number nine in the Czech Republic. Oh, that's cool. Number five in Singapore. Brilliant. And we may have a new market <laughs> for us Ooh. again. Number two <laughs> yeah. in India. Ooh. Oh, that's very so, cool. So thank you very I much, everybody. We're going we need to get a map and we need to mark off everywhere we are. Just go ahead and put little. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
And while we're at it, let's do Talking the Mickey, because we were number 67 in Great Britain, so really close there. Cool. They charted in Canada. Canada! Uh, we were in the top 50, literally 50th in Australia, so we're like really bunched up in these places. Maybe yeah. we do have an overlap, more yeah. than I realize. Yeah. Uh, we were in Japan this week, we were in That's Taiwan nice. this week, number 28 in Switzerland, number 16 in Brazil, number 28 in Germany, back in Germany. Cool. And this one, fresh off the press today, a new market as well. Cool. <laughs> Number 11 in the Ukraine. Wow. Oh, nice. I love oh, this. Keeps surprising it's me. It's great, everyone. isn't it? That's great. Yeah, so, I love how Ian started saying new market. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just a couple of housekeeping notes, please. We've got our real roundtable request. If you're out there, we're doing Nicole Kidman next month. We this are. month, I guess, technically, we're in yeah, May now. So, uh, it's got to be May. <laughs> there we go. It's already May. Yeah, it was yesterday, was, was in sync day, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So, um, I didn't know that was a thing until this year, but apparently it is. <laughs> so, uh, please go ahead, give us your top five ranked Nicole Kidman films. And please make sure you use the hashtag BFE top five. If you don't use it and I don't find you, that's on you. Yeah. Not on me. A <laughs> uh, couple things. E, uh, Liam, there was a giant amount of requests for you this week on Twitter. You need to get Twitter. Maybe before you leave, we need to get you on Twitter. Oh, okay. Because it was Michelle Pfeiffer's birthday this week. <gasps> and everybody was going, what's Liam's choice? We were going, what's your favorite Michelle Pfeiffer film? I put it out there to people. What's your favorite Michelle Pfeiffer film? And so most of us gave our answers. I think we had some stardust votes and whatnot. Yeah. Um, my vote went to, what did my vote go to? I forget. You're not going to believe this. It might have right? been, ba- it wasn't Batman Returns, but that was my second choice. There's a lot of bad movies out there with her in it. There are. The one, the one I, gonna pick is the fabulous baker boys okay ah, that makes sense yeah there we go, there we go. Love her. um also on this note today as we record this and i thought it'd be good we'll go around the carousel on this one we'll start with liam though Ooh. i'll set you up a little bit go on. and i'll go it's the rock's birthday the rock dwayne the rock, rock johnson. johnson so if this was rock paper scissors i'm throwing rock and going what's your favorite rock movie do you know one i really enjoyed it's an early one welcome to the jungle that's almost Stifler, isn't it? Yeah. It's just all action sequences. It's all that one is. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And Stifler going, oh. yeah. But there is. I, I do love Jumanji's. Oh, see, so you, you're doing that Liam thing where you pick more than one. Oh, I'm so sorry, welcome I'm sorry, to the jungle. Sorry. Uh, Ellie. Um, I've not seen that many. The Rock. He's in everything. Movies, but, um, I mean, prob- well, for his performance, probably Jumanji. Okay. And for the film overall, Moana. Oh, Moana. Ooh. Didn't think about Moana. I didn't. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Ethan. Yeah, Moana was my, my go as well, but I'll, I'll also jump on to Jumanji. What's everybody doing too? Yeah. I should keep no, on Jum- down. I'm it's going, a crossover. Jumanji's good. Jumanji's oh. good. I think he's this good. This is Jumanji 1 we're talking about, right? Yeah, Jumanji 1. Welcome to the jungle. Haven't seen number two yet. Uh, Georgia, do you have one? I think I've only seen two. F- oh, no. Wait, three films with him in. Okay. Um, uh, one is Moana. One is fighting with our family and the other is san andreas okay yes oh. um, i'm guessing it's moana it's gonna be moana okay. <laughs> i'm surprised i didn't say baywatch yeah i, I was surprised you'd say baywatch but what about, what about you what my about you pick in? is going to be uh i'm gonna go for the sequel to get shorty i'm gonna go with be cool oh be oh. cool i think he's very good playing very much against type Oh, very much against type. He and Vince Vaughn are hilarious in Early Be Cool. Well. Yeah, Nicole Kidman's in Be yeah, Cool. Nicole Kidman, yeah. oh, she's not in Be Cool. She, her face appears on a poster in Be Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to make my list for the uh, <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Can I be that guy and say the truth, fairy? <laughs> no, because we're going to move on, Ethan. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about little reflections and corrections, and I'm going to hit the button on myself. Ooh. There's a mistake. 
notice when i play it you get the melody spot on but when you just try and sing it you change the tune totally oh, on me crap in <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have to do a little on air on air thing next time you make a mistake though we won't do it before that okay, okay. okay so i said blive danner played phoebe's mom on friends i wasn't on. no i didn't uh, i was listening back and going i don't think i'm right about that uh, and checked it no no but yeah. she is the woman who is in meet the parents Okay. I meet the Fockers. That is still yeah, her who's yeah, married yeah, yeah, yeah. to De Niro. So, yeah. Um, so, there is that. A uh, couple other things. Uh, we had lots of conversation from other people who sort of have done stuff on um, Howl's Moving Castle, which is what we did last week. Oh, okay. A lot of conversation. I thought I was going to get in the, in, in the crosshairs from people. I really did because I was because the most you, negative yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not so much. Not so much, actually. No. Um, there's some people who went, are you kidding me? I, I, I thought Em wouldn't talk to me again because she, <laughs> she loves it. Uh, but uh, she did send me this giant notice about other things that I, I need to promise that I, I, I will. She gave me a, I forget which one it was specifically. It's in, it's in this private message on Twitter, but she sent sort of, you know, maybe she didn't shame me publicly. Also, I think it gives her more characters. If she does that. <laughs> <laughs> but there is one and, and I will watch it. Um, I'm not off of anime for life. It just, it just that one didn't sit right with me. Yeah. Uh, but it was interesting that she had released an episode on it, and our friends over at How Not to Summon It, yeah, How Not to Summon a Podcast, sorry, uh, had released. They it was already this. in the can. Yeah. It was recorded weeks ago. What was that? That was Pippin. I'm okay. going to mute. Okay. It was already like in the can like weeks ago, but it just happened to be scheduled for this week. Yeah. And it was. Uh, they had an episode as well on how. How's Moving Castle? Yeah, I'll tell you what—they were more negative than I was. Oh, really? Yeah, I gave it a listen. It was really entertaining. I mean, they're a little—they're a little more blue-rated than we are. I'd say (laughs) they can be a little more. There's a, there's a, it's funny because we have, you know, we have a, a plethora of 20 year olds in the podcast, but I'm going to say they have a younger energy than we do. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. They Re- read that as you will. <laughs> they have a great energy. But I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. And yeah. I will say that. So uh, if you haven't and you want to have, well, I don't want to say different opinion. It just seems if you want to hear my opinion, like triple, <laughs> go listen to them. <laughs> Uh, but if you want to hear someone who loves the film, listen to M from Verbal Diorama, and we retweeted out their links in the past week. So just go look at our uh, our Twitter homepage, and you'll find it. Um, Paul, uh, sorry, what about that? Uh, yeah, the Paul Griff Show said, a great show, referring to our last week's one. Cool. I'm going to go with Ian's view and give it a miss. Hashtag Ian is always right. (laughs) No. Uh, Dwayne Smith said, watched it for the episode and George's additional info definitely helps and clears up some of the plot, but it is still ultimately a pretty confusing film. I think more need to be made obvious rather than leaving it in the book. Alice in Wonderland made a lot more sense to me. Yeah, me. Yep. I love Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Dan Mackeltz says, Ian, you are now my barometer for films at this point, and I will move this flick into the past category. (laughs) That's a lot of pressure to be someone's yeah. individual barometer. Wow. I mean, you are the Ebes now. I think you, you said <laughs> you were before. You are the Norfolk Ebes. Ian. E, the E and Ian is Ebes. Ebes. <laughs> so, Ebes. That. so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and so uh, Hermes, though, got a hold of me and went hashtag Ian is not always right. Ooh. Those just are left, a fighting words. Just left it there. <laughs> uh, Russell the Posty also thought hey. Georgia met Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. I must be a certain uh, um, H, H range. Uh, mixed Media Podcast was wearing a calcifer shirt when he tweeted at me, and the, and the shirt says, May all your bacon burn. Oh. Uh, this is because he'm not a fan of bacon. People, oh. I, I don't rate it 1 to 10. How much do you love bacon? 10. I'm like a 9. Yeah, oh, I really love bad. my bacon. You know I mean? 
Five and a half. Five and a half, okay. Um, seven or eight. Seven or eight. And Georgia? What, bacon? Yeah, bacon. Bacon, just not crisps. Bacon. The food, bacon. bacon. Like frazzles can get in the Three. Bin. Wow, really? Yeah. See, I know vegetarians that still love to smell of bacon. I went two years... <laughs> Uh, vegetarian, well, two years pescatarian, sorry. I don't want to uh, misrepresent. What's different? Pescatarian, you can still eat fish. Oh, okay. I had just started eating sushi and was not ready to give it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that was the reason for that. I, like, I, I respect that going on. Pardon me? I thought there was something fishy going yeah. on. <laughs> so, and if you want to hear something fishy going on, you can listen to Talk in the Mickey, where hey. we talked about Finding Nemo last week. <laughs> ka-chow, ka-chow. Hey. So, um, Pixar film. but I, I, I gave it up. And I went ahead and, um, but I would still buy like this, like tofu bacon stuff because I wanted the smell and at least to pretend. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, that was enough. I wasn't, people were like, oh, don't you miss bacon? I was all right. It was all right. It's like when you give something up for Lent and people go, don't you miss beer? And I'm like, well, no, because I've said I'm not going to drink it, so I don't miss it. But you know you're going back to it. You're not giving up for life, are you? Well, at the time I was, I thought. Really? I, didn't, I, I, I had no, when I gave it up, I was like, I'm going to do two years. That feels a good two years. <laughs> no, I gave it up and then I started to go, you know what, you know what it was that brought me back? Go on. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Chicken Chicken wings are the thing that brought me back to the. I started having them when I went out. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to eat meat when I'm out. If I'm at a restaurant, I can eat meat. Uh, Because it wasn't about the rights of the animals or things. I'm sure if you're out there and, uh, hey, I respect that. For me, it was just about uh, a choice. I I stopped eating meat and I lost a lot of weight. And I was like, well, this is good. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, it was as more and more things then started to fall and it was like well maybe if it's like if i'm ordering in that's like a rest and then, oh, and then before too long yeah, i was just eating meat again yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's, that's fine that's fine I, I could never be vegetarian it was it wasn't as hard as you think no really? vegetarians I'll, I'll 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 hop in that vegetarian it's easy when you can get like the requirements you need like the alternatives which oh, okay. was difficult for a long time okay tell you what was difficult <laughs> Sorry, my 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 Alexa just went nuts. <laughs> I'll tell you Alexa, what was pipe down. Yeah, I'll tell you what was. She's not. Gonna, she's going to respond to that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what was difficult, and that was the time that the Oscar people had with this year's ceremony. Oh, oh my god! Because oh my god. they and there's nothing. There's, uh, Anthony Hopkins wins the Oscar for Best Actor, and there is nothing wrong with that. Okay, it's I'm fine with that. It's an award for who is the best actor, and I saw a bunch of um, uh, publications that were saying who will. It was who will win and who should win, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were going who will win. It's going to be uh, Chadwick Boseman who should win, and they were all going Anthony Hopkins. They said oh. it really is the best acting performance. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. And there's a whole lot of people going nuts on Twitter because they think he's being snubbed. And I'm going, no, it still needs to be who wins. It's not about yeah, yeah, yeah. what happens outside. You know, I, 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 wrote, I applaud the bravery for someone to go against the easy pick. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, but, but the but problem is... a mockery then, isn't it? It, it can be if, it, if, if, if it's just because of these external factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the problem becomes they announced that this year, as a very special one-off, we're going to make Best Actor the last award of the night, which usually yep. goes to Best Picture. So the minute you do this, Ooh. that feels it does, doesn't it? like it's a Chadwick Boseman celebration. Mm. But as well and- as this, they, they released the special limited edition online 
currency things of a golden Chadwick Boseman as well that day and invited his family, made yeah. a big thing about Chadwick Boseman. So it felt like this was going to be some sort of shared cultural moment where collectively we celebrate Chadwick one last time. And then when it goes to Anthony Hopkins and the poor guy can't come to England, oh, sorry, can't come to, to Hollywood because yeah. in England and you can't fly. No. So he's stuck there. He's not even there able to give like a speech. So it's just like, okay, Anthony Hopkins, thank you. Good night. And then it all went kind of mad. So uh, that was a bit of a rough time. Yeah. But I sat there and was listening to doing the quality assurance on our Oscar winning, um, on our, on our Oscar winners um, roundtable we did. And I realized, I said this. There's something about that. I mean, more of in BAFTA, more of in Golden Globe, that sort of BAFTA label. Is bigger over here. If you say this is the Oscar winner for Best Picture versus the BAFTA winner for Best Picture. No, but, but you tend, like you said, it's like late at night when it's Oscars. Yeah, I'm not talking about actually watching the Oscars. I'm talking oh, about okay. the, the... Oh, the, yeah, 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 the gravity. Putting, the, putting that on your poster. Yes. Oscar winner. Yeah, if you, you're... You never see, you know, coming soon to a theater near you, two-time BAFTA nominee Anthony Hopkins. No, it's Academy Award <laughs> winner Anthony Hopkins. I am psychic. <laughs> is that all true pardon me is that all true was what all true with all the the two-time BAFTA winner and the well no just the idea that I've had Academy Oscar. Award winner oh, Anthony okay. Hopkins and, he, got the whole thing right. and then he wins the, I was trying to give it some context and, and, and then he wins the Oscar That's so I was like yeah cool. look at that See? he's probably a two-time BAFTA winner I don't know if he won the BAFTA I don't know but still the idea he won the Oscar I'm like I'm claiming that That's I totally brilliant. called that That's brilliant. <laughs> the most out there prediction in all of entertainment. There you go. I'll tell you what, if he was backing him, like at the bookies, that'd have been a hell of a. Okay, it would have been, I, I, I would have made, I would have made yeah, a nice little money. Like that, yeah. Uh, let's do some shout outs really quickly. Uh, we got Julene who watched Empire Strikes Back and prep for this week's episode. Thanks, Julene. Yeah. Uh, Paul and Griff, who I shared a funny story about. They shared a story about buying an Arsenal shirt only for the player that they bought to be sold like the next week. <laughs> I've had that with like a New England that. a New England Patriots New jersey days. where the guy was traded like three two weeks after I bought it. And I'm like, figures. This is my life. Uh game for a movie, thank you so much. Even the score, thank you so much. We had requests for t-shirts, Ethan. Hi, yes, from, from Russell the Posty and Julene. They want their shirts, and I'm here to publicly go, Ethan's the one you want to be tweeting on that. Ethan. <laughs> so go ahead and do that. Ellie. Ethan has shirts. Do we do? Are, are they ready? Are you saying they're ready to go? I'm saying they're ready to go whenever you're ready to give me the green light. Wow, I've got we will have a meeting right room. after yeah, this we tonight, will. and I've, we will see. I've got. I literally have the final design in my browser to publish. That like, shirt, a you shirt want. singular. You yeah. said you said shirts. I thought maybe we had two. Well, I'm. I'm I'm getting that. Sure? There we go. He, he, he and I have been in contact about about a couple of ideas. So we've got yeah, some stuff cool. in the. the we got some shirts in the works. Shirts, Ellie. Uh, three BAFTAs and two Oscars. There we go. Oh, okay. yeah. So at the time he was a two-time category. At the time he was a two-time BAFTA winner, and then I called this year's win. So there we go. There we go. Thank you, Eddie. Um, so and we also had someone ask us, "Do you guys have a Patreon?" <gasps> and I'm here to say, no, no, <laughs> not yet. But watch this. Space. <laughs> we're, just, we're just leave that there. Um, yeah. I want to thank it's a musical podcast. Chance Widmore, our friends at the F and Nerds podcast. Hey. That song from that movie. Who are doing a great series on the songs that were nominated this year for best song at the Oscars. Cool. Uh, Civics and Coffee. So they enjoy the hosts of BFE. 
Oh. So look, you guys got some love there. <laughs> Good on I'm you. Surprised they say the host. Uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's a communal process. Um, Dan Mackeltz, and this is where Dan Mackeltz comment about how I was the barometer, and I said, I'm, that's, that's, I said, I just kind of went like that's a big ass to say that. Mm-hmm. Alex from Mainstream Finance got a hold of me and said, you host a podcast in which you judge movies to determine which will be crowned the best film ever. There are plenty of people, myself included, that think you and the gang are doing an excellent job. Oh. I would say you're up to it. Thank you so much, Alex. Really appreciate that. Uh, The stickers have arrived. (laughs) I said in the thing, I bet you by the time this comes out, they'll receive them, and they both had. So Paul and Griff, and uh, well, Griff, I guess, and Russ, thank you. I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, Carlo and Lestat were having a conversation about anime. That was great to sort of listen in on. Carlo listened despite not seeing it. I think you're better for it, if you want my opinion (laughs) on it. Uh, Ray from Not Before Coffee does great work. Film Rage, thanks so much. Hermes in the Scuttlebutt. New listener, Jane May. Jane May. Her name is Jane. It's the month of May. There we go. I like that. says, hi, guys. I've been listening to the latest episode of my morning walk. 35 minutes later, I'm still listening. Oh. Then later, I had, hi, guys, listen to episode 65, Howl's Moving Castle. <laughs> I love Spirited Away. I'm not a big fan of anime, but we'll definitely be watching Howl's Moving Castle. Great team. Oh, thank oh. you, James. Someone called Baz got a hold of me. He said, inadvertently, you've solved another first world problem for me. I'm subscribed to so many streaming services, I never know what to watch. According to Just Watch, I have over 17,000 options, but now I can just watch along with your podcast. Oh, okay. Thanks, Baz. Yeah. yeah. And if you, you want to watch along, go and listen to our We have a Tall literal Girl. watch along we on do. Tall Girl, who Liam and I saw on something yesterday. Yeah. That's a strange thing. That that the, strange. the guy who she ends up with was in a different Netflix series. <laughs> Oh. Uh, your next favorite movie and Georgia had a conversation apparently Georgia you have to watch Rocky 4 at some point oh yeah love, love Rocky 4 <laughs> I can hear the enthusiasm it is, in my, it is my favorite it's my favorite yeah it's just, well, well, it's, well that, that's, that's better then yeah he fixes the Cold War um, <laughs> he does you, you gotta say this says we always listen to us they, uh, but the question was do you, how often do you listen to your own podcast and they went I always listen to my own try to pick up my areas to improve and find mistakes I think I made, made. I saw what I did there that's good uh, Dwayne Smith gave us a big round of applause for our upcoming Loki series name that would be keeping it low-key low-key you yeah. got six weeks until we're back on track with that and lestat and he was bouncing on something i said and he said uh you said it's brave to put your heart and soul into a mic and i agree you put your passion pain and heart into a foam stick with no immediate return or comfort you're left with a need for empathy from someone that isn't there it takes a certain something it does that's quite nice that's quite poetic well done oh, i broke my heart here now. <laughs> i'm gonna say you might not hear that that sort of poetry on, on how not to summon but that is you, that Let's jump now into The Empire Strikes Back, yes, shall we? Ellie it. is excited. I can see it right now on the Zoom call to talk about <laughs> oh, The Empire yeah, Strikes baby. Back. Uh, Ethan has just Jedi'd up. Uh, yeah, I got my robes on. <laughs> so I know that the boys have all seen this film before several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia, you thought you'd seen bits and pieces. And Ellie, am I correct in assuming that you hadn't seen any of it? I had not. Okay. And Georgia is jowled up, so we can see kind of where people's I have, natural... I have two, oh, because dear. there was none in the film, so they're being represented now, okay. <laughs> where they belong. Not enough jowers. So Not enough jowers, yeah. Um, is that your grumble? <laughs> Let's not jump ahead. Uh, Ellie, um, I assume... I mean, last year, I don't remember you being that big. If I recall correctly, Star Wars won your resty for worse set design or something like that. <laughs> That upset me so much. So, and also, you really went something, to do with, 
something to do with Mark Hamill's acting as well. Yeah, with that. Oh, okay. worst actor for the, with uh, the dead for the relatives. Wow, Ethan, look at that. Knowing all, oh, for the walkies, he was worst actor, was yeah. he? Okay, I'm great. Bitter. I'm bitter. You're bitter. So here we go. Uh, oh, just you wait for this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have fear. Okay, so Ethan, why don't you go ahead and uh, we know why it was requested. It's May the fourth when it this is. comes out. Yeah. So Ethan, why don't you take us in the context corner and try and dial your fandom down to a solid three, probably. Oh, don't you worry. I've dialed this down as much as I possibly can. All right. So, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, which is one of the multiple names this film has had, and I'll get into that very soon. Uh, but I'll just give a bit of a bit of a recap for what's happened recently in George Lucas's life in 1978. So, George Lucas releases a small film called Star Wars, and he it's a, it's an unexpected box office success and becomes a pop culture phenomenon. We know this. Lucas didn't. So he goes on holiday to Hawaii with Steven Spielberg to begin concepting ideas for Indiana Jones. And because of its success and the licensing, a sequel is bound to happen. And at this time, sequels weren't really well regarded because they were always kind of really terrible or low budget. But Lucas didn't also want to commit to another film, especially a Star Wars film, because he regarded his time doing Star Wars as a four-year horrific seat-of-the-pants experience, <laughs> and he didn't ever want to experience that again. However, the film also didn't envision exactly what he wanted to do for a story, so he felt... No, finish your sentence. That's how you do it. You finish the sentence, and then right. you throw it at me. Yeah. Uh, however, the first film didn't represent what he'd envisioned entirely for a story, but he thought a, a sequel would be able to help him expand that universe a bit more for what he wanted. You referred to this as what Lucas felt it was a horrific experience he didn't want to go through again. Yeah, for yeah. years. Have you mistaken your notes with Ellie's feelings on the film? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm terrified. You're giving away my, like, summary lines, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> so, during his time in Hawaii, uh, he hires an author called Alan Dean Foster, who we've spoken about on Talking to Mickey, who did uh, the Star Wars novelization, and he writes the sequel novel called Splinter of the Mind's Eye because he wanted to adapt that into a low-budget film of Star Wars. Splinter of the Mind's Eye? That seems weird. Yeah, it's awful. I've read that it. That sounds it's more like an terrible. Indiana Jones thing. Indiana Jones, like Splinter Lord of the Mind's of the Eye. Rings. It does. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing is, <laughs> yeah. there's no Han Solo. They really big up that Luke and Leia thing, and Vader gets crushed by a plank. And then he's like, but he's okay. He disappeared. It's like 200 pages of awful. But <laughs> sounds like Luke the sequel. To- it does. <laughs> But Lucas wanted to have that as like a low budget film if uh, it was a failure and people still wanted it like for a, for a straight to VHS type thing. But we know uh, that it's not. So in August of 1977, the film's still number one in the cinemas and it motivates him to continue the saga. So I was saying number one, you're for free to keep going. Yeah. So this is why I bring up Hawaii, because immediately after this, he sees the success and decides he'll start the production of the film, which he titles at this point Star Wars Chapter 2. And he had a load of problems to deal with, though, because his special effects company, Industrial Light and Magic, has lost all of its employees as they've gone over to form their own company called Apogee and create Battlestar Galactica. If we can just say this for a moment, so for anybody out there, because there's always this crap that he always knew it was going to be a six-episode saga. When you call it Chapter 2, uh-uh. No way. No. I'm about to get into this. Yeah. So, ILM is now completely devoid of employees, and as well as this, he tries to make Lucasfilm, which is devoid of employees. However, financially, he's not doing too bad because. <laughs> Star Wars? Uh, 
Yeah, no, because 20th Century Fox, when they made A New Hope, uh, or at least produced it and distributed it, wanted to try and sell Star Wars. You mean, they, you mean when they made Star Wars? Yeah, when they made Star Wars, Thank they you. didn't think it would make loads of money because they thought it was an over-budgeted production. But they saw the success and went, hey, 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 make us a sequel. So they strike a deal which, unlike Star Wars, uh, which took years to create, and at least just for this contract, it takes them I think about three weeks and in it, wow. yeah. And in it, the, uh, the contract says that if this film goes over a hundred million dollars at the box office, Lucasfilm will get 77.5% of the profits Whoa. as well as 80% of the merchandise marketing and licensing. Whoa. And Fox will only get 20%. Well, Fox have no creative control, which is why Lucas goes ham on everything for story now. Yeah, and I, I think I recall in the first one, he got the overall majority of a license. He might have got all the licensing money the first time around. Like he, made, he gets it for toys, yeah. Yeah, he gets That's all the toy money. Crazy and it, money. I'll tell you what, you can see it was an inspiration in this film. Yeah, <laughs> it, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. even if it is a bit of a flaw. So now that Lucas has complete control of Star Wars, as well as ILM, Lucasfilm, and also the financials for everything, he goes, I can't direct this. So he hands it to Ivan Kerr, Irvin Kirshner, who was he his kept, former professor. If only he had kept that thought process longer. Yeah. Uh, I can't only. direct this. If only. George Lucas doesn't like to direct, though, does he? he he's, likes to, he's not good at it. No, no, he doesn't no, like to do it. I think he directs, he has, I think he directs a couple of the prequels. Yeah, but he's, he's not—he's he's not a big fan of directing. He likes other. <laughs> I wish he—I I wish he hadn't have been a big fan. Lucas' well, issues it. with the prequels is he was surrounded by yes men who just went, "Oh, that's a fantastic idea. That's a fantastic idea." He didn't have anyone to keep him in line like with this film. Yep. Yeah. So he gets uh, his old professor from uh, the School of Cinematic Arts, Irvin Kirshner, who's only done character-driven films, which is why Lucas wanted him to do this because he wanted to focus more on the characters and expand upon some people. And then in November of that year, he gets uh, science fiction author Leigh Brackett to write the screenplay, who wrote 40s and 50s sci-fi books uh, that entire time and is well-regarded, at least in Lucas's eyes. And uh, the entire story is very different. They were going to focus on a long lost sister who was going to also be a Jedi of uh, Jedi like Luke. And the big reveal will be that that's the twist. And Anakin is different to Vader and there's no similarity there at all. Lucas hated this and was very disappointed, but he didn't get to tell her this problem because she died. Oh. Immediately after sending the draft of this. Wow. And this was originally titled Empire Strikes Back. Okay. which is the title we now ah. have. However, because he's now the only person doing the draft, Lucas then goes on with his own draft, which would then uh, have a lot of big differences. The big change being no sister and Vader is now Luke's father. And at this point, he decides he'll call this epi- uh, episode five. Oh, okay. Mm. And it's at this point, because he enjoys writing the draft for this film so much, he then outlines the entire story of the uh, prequels as well, gives a backstory to Anakin Skywalker, everyone Kenobi, why Luke's on Tatooine, and all that kind of stuff. So at this point, as well as doing episode five, he then creates the prequels at that same time as well. Cool. In draft form, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, uh, at least an outline story. of a backstory. No story script. mode. Yeah. yeah, because as we know, this uh, the prequels don't get written until like days before they're supposed to. Uh, that's basically all of it. But the main thing I'll also say is I know the budget for this film, so I'm not going to be in uh, the budget stuff. But I want to just mention this because the budget fluctuated three times um, and had an addition of about... Uh, six and a half million because of a fire started by The Shining in the Elm Street studio. 
Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you, Stanley Kubrick, for that. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and kick this off. And we start with a 20th Century Fox. And I love a 20th Century Fox fanfare. It's good. Huh? I do. It's one of those ones. Best bit. That. What'd you say? Best bit. Best bit. Best bit. Oh, jeez. Oh, I mean, God. that and uh, that and the lion roaring are kind of my two favorites. Actually, I, I think I just like yeah. studio. We should talk about that one day. We'll rank. <laughs> good, good studio we'll logos rank. really make we'll, a film. We will rank our favorite studio identification cards. Because I, I do. I like Paramount. I like Universal. I like Tristar. Disney's? Yeah, yeah. Disney. Either the 2D the, or the 3D. I love the Lu- Luxo yeah. lamp. He's my I favorite. I agree, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So there we go. Maybe we'll do that one day for fun. We'll give we it some should. thought and we'll come back yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. So watch this space. Uh, so, uh, but 20th Century Fox, we hunt a long time ago in a galaxy far, far, far away. away. And I don't care what age I get to when I see that and it gets quiet and then you get the Star Wars logo. Bam, yeah. bam, bam. I'm, I'm so a kid. Cool. So John cool. Williams again. Mm-hmm. And not mailing it in, he had some he had some hits to come on this one still. So, yeah. uh, but I've got still in my notes here. The main theme still kicks all the ass. Yes, it does. And need, it does. Ian, I know you're not a massive fan of roller coasters, but you need to go on hyperspace mounting in Disneyland in Paris because that first corner that you go up, it goes dark, and then you get the lights like the like, white lights, and it goes. It's so cool. I remember there is a little very. Uh, meh resort seaside town in this country called Great Yarmouth. And I remember <laughs> yeah. there's a little there's a little like uh, entertainment area called Pleasure Island or Pleasure, Pleasure Beach or Pleasure something. Beach, Pleasure yeah. Beach. And in yeah. that they yeah. had this like when I was a kid, so I was like four, five. I couldn't be any older than five. Yeah. And they had this like area you go you go through. In the last bit, it was like tilted, so you're like your life is at like a Dutch angle for a minute. And it was like the end music to Star Wars going through. I always remembered that the music is John Williams. He's got to be on the list now five, six, seven times he on best be. film ever. He has to be. Oh, without a doubt. About six, seven years ago. I actually went to Milton Keynes and heard a full orchestra play Star Wars. That's the kind of classical music I can get into. It was a bit I really weird. wanted to see that. They have one for, I think it's The Last Jedi soon, and I really mm-hmm. want to get into that before the pandemic. Speaking of things to get into, we had some reading to do, and the reading tells us, basically, I'm going to skip a bit here, the rebels are on Hoth, and they're hiding from the Empire. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. I, I yeah. enjoy reading when it's done like this. It's nice, isn't it? If I could like read like entire Shakespearean novels, like uh, <laughs> plays, novels, like this, uh, it would have been better for me. Yeah. It just feels more fun when it's yellow on black space. <laughs> this crawl cost Lucas $250,000 because he got fined by the Screen Guild and the Director's Guild for not doing the uh, opening titles, as we said before, as well for Star Wars. And then they fined Kirshner. 25 grand as well so lucas just paid it and left the the guild and that's why he then wanted to be independent for the rest of his films okay that's fair enough uh so we start we're above some star destroyers and there's cgi changes that shouldn't be there yeah but this the is the first half of this movie it was count all the cgi that shouldn't be there but that wasn't normally there in the original i i, I know so yeah <laughs> i know but that's so here's it, my next note made it worse which is we should have the option it'd be really great so, disney if you're out there i want to click on the empire strikes back and choose which cut i watch yeah the original version i would like to watch the original theatrical cut yes or at the very least the like the 96 ones that came out that were on dvd but they hadn't been they were shiny but we had never cgi yet. yes yes before the re-release in 99 yeah yeah or 97, whatever Because the animatronics in this was great yep. in places, but the CGI was horrendous. So um, we see something crash on Hoth. Uh, we know it's from the Empire, and then up 
Pops, the most evil empire thing I can imagine. <laughs> it was an Amazon Prime drone. Yeah. <laughs> because I ordered it and it's in two days. I need to get whatever it was to my house. <laughs> Um, Luke is enjoying a nice Canadian April afternoon on top of a tauntaun <laughs> as the blizzard is everywhere. That's a summer in Canada, isn't it? And they get, oh yeah. <laughs> and they get something. He goes, Echo 3 to Echo 7. Echo 3 to Echo 7. Han, you old buddy. Can you hear me? If you're going to call him f***ing Han, you don't have to go Echo 3 to Echo 7. No, There's don't. no need for code names. If you're going to go, Han, so much for the plan. <laughs> Don't tell him your name, Pike. That's yeah. a very specific reference that people will get. So, and then Luke's mugging is brought to us by the Jim Henson workshop, I think. It is. Yeah. Think is this Jim Henson? Is that what this is? is? This is Jim Henson's yeah. workshop. Um, I'll say it later for Yoda, but they tried to get Jim Henson for a lot of the stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, and I mean, it's all right. For what it is, it's all right. Because it's, time. it's, it's the cool. 80s. It's cute. It's a bit kitschy. It is what it is. I'd rather that than the CGI. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Uh, back at the Rebel base, and we re-meet Han Solo, uh, Harrison Ford, who looks a little mm. a little chubbier than the first one. Yeah. A little one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His face seems like his hair, He seems much younger in this than he did in the first one. Yeah, he does. And I think it's because he's got a little bit more weight. Yes. It's not as angular. I think it's him trying to look young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his hair was different, was it? Yeah, I thought it looked nicer. Okay. Ellie? Um, I'd just like to read you my first three lines of my note. Sure. Um, so just before we get back to the base, it says, Why is Bigfoot in space? This is stupid. God, I hate Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot's not, in, Bigfoot's not in space. It's a Big, Yeti. Bigfoot's not in space. He's on an ice planet. Ice planet. <laughs> oh, well, that, well, that if, planet if he was flying space, a spaceship, that would be stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about Chewie too hard. <laughs> um, and so uh, Chewie can weld. I love Chewie. Good on him. Yeah. Good. Didn't Chewie's know Chewie right. can weld. Uh, I do have in my notes, Han is hanging out and looks good, if I may say so. I just think he looks a little bit different. He looks from the first so good. One. Tell you what, he was the only one who looked different. Um, we go to some computer room, and Han says he's got to go. There's a price on his head if he doesn't pay off Jabba the Hutt. I like the fact they brought this right at the start of the film. It's good. We re-meet Princess Leia, and she's mad because he's leaving for a very rational reason. Yeah. The general's like, well, I appreciate you. You're a good soldier, but you know what? I wouldn't want to have my mark of death on me. And Leia's like, you're a stupid boy who's just leaving. <laughs> yeah. And then he responds to all of her sass by basically just sexually harassing her. He does. <laughs> he does. Yes, a lot in this film. A lot in this film. Yeah. Um, and she kind of, he wants her. She kind of wants him back. And I'm telling you what. I don't know what happened between between the first film and the second film, but they quickly went a just course. It's Han and Leia. Yeah. And we need to ground this in the first five minutes so the audience is on board with this. Because early on, we were all going, Luke's going to get Leia. And now it's a quick... Ellie, I'm curious about your thoughts to this, yeah. this thing, because this felt like a very hard departure in hindsight to me. What was your thoughts? I was not on board with this. Okay. I found it really creepy. <laughs> Uh, um, and, and I'm aware of that spoiler, by the way. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. You are. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, so we will talk about that spoiler, I suppose, in some yeah, capacity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out, of curio- out of curiosity, which spoiler are you referring to? The, oh, <laughs> um, the Luke and Leia one. Oh, that's good. Uh, okay, I think I, I think I feel safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if am I ruin it now, I it's on you. Just say it. 
Uh, we, we, actually, it'll, it'll, come, it'll come later. It'll come later. I'll, I will set you up and you can yeah. reveal it at that time. Okay? <laughs> okay. And then we'll find out how much she really knows about Star Wars. So, <laughs> um, he says he wants a goodbye kiss. She goes, I just as soon kiss a Wookiee. Han goes, I can arrange that. He needs a good kiss, which I thought was quite funny. Uh. <laughs> and then we meet the droids and their whole purpose to tell Han that Luke is missing and that's it. C3PO goes, I for one think Luke's in considerable danger. Chalk one up for C3PO. Yeah. He very rarely gets moments like this where he gets to go, I was right. Yeah. They enter the scene being like, R2, why did you melt Leia's room? All her clothes are soaked, which is like never brought up again. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a little bit of like just tiny dialogue that's never mentioned. I I think it's cute. And he says, uh, one of the guys says to him, you can't go out there. Your tauntaun will freeze before you meet the first marker. He goes, well, then I'll see you in hell, which didn't really feel appropriate for, for how cold it was. Well, especially because I also think, you know, this idea about hell, heaven and hell, it feels yeah. kind of weird in out in the middle of space. Oh, well, that's very true. Well, yeah. The idea that you've got this kind of being warm and fiery. Yeah, and I know. I just thought it was weird. Uh, it turns out hell freezes over because Luke's out there <laughs> uh, and Luke doesn't look like Luke. Ethan, you no. want to give us a reason why? Yeah, come on. Yeah, so. Mark Hamill, maybe a couple months after he did uh, Star Wars and it came out. And might be one of the most recognizable faces on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Got done in a real bad car accident to the point that he had to have facial surgery, nearly died. And my favorite part about this is George Lucas was like, if you died, we would have replaced you. And he said that to Hamill with, like, full sincerity. I'll I'll blame him. I mean, I don't know if you say it to him. At this point, don't forget, he'd only seen Mark Hamill's acting in the first film, and that was pretty bad, so I don't blame him. Here's my question, Georgia. Because you've got legendary face blindness. How did you do with a different face on the same actor? (laughs) I mean, I could tell you that he had a bit of a cut on his eye, but that was all. I didn't even notice he was different. That's all right, but you were able to keep track that it was still Luke Skywalker. Yeah, because they oh, told me it was Luke Skywalker. Okay. Luke Skywalker. It was about three years after he had the facial surgery, and like, and I think o- Luke's was like, yeah, this just sort of helps the ob- scene a bit. Obviously, it's why it's why he's attacked. Yeah, they, uh, they, no, this, it, it, it wasn't actually. Lucas said not. that he that the time between the films he thought would have explained it, and it just sort of helped the situation. What? It was just sort of but a coincidence. His face just matured into a different bone structure. <laughs> I could not have told you that it looked any different. To be honest with you, as a kid, I didn't notice it. Is there? A, can no. someone find me like a comparison shot so I can like so I can have a look? Because I it's not really noticeable. So. Someone in else the can. Special. I'm going to host this. Um, this is <laughs> I will do that now because okay. this was CGI'd version. Did they CGI his face? No. To make it look no, better? No, 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 no. Oh God, no, no. The the only the only CGI difference is like just spaceships and no, a bit of like visual effects. There's, there's no CGI. Face, there's no CGI on people. His, we weren't there yet. Well, yeah. his face looked different before he got attacked. It's because he's in like he, he, it's, it's, like, it's like literally wrapped up. Yeah, it's literally he literally like no. unpeels it to say one thing. Yeah, but it, it does it does look different. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying it looks different. Um, back at the base. Um, oh no, we're not there yet. Uh, Got to give the beast some credit. It hangs Luke upside down and then eats its other thing. It, <laughs> it's planning its meals like several. Di- it's meal planning. That is a skill. It is I meal planning. Gets yeah. you through lockdown. How he got him up there. He puts him up there, and then he holds it up there. Uh, How he found fresh water that could then freeze, I don't know, but he had it. Maybe it's like saliva. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, And then, would you look at that? It's a conveniently placed lightsaber. 
It is. Use the Force, Luke, which he does, and we get some early Braveheart footage because the beast is missing an arm. <laughs> this is the first time they have, like, being able to move items with the Force as well. People weren't happy from what I heard. Oh, really? Was this the, yeah. really this the first this one? The fir- yeah, this is the first time they oh. use um, any sort of, like, I was going to say telekinesis? Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To, oh, to move okay. items. Some people didn't like that because Lucas wanted to uh, Wait expand. Wait till episode nine. What, yeah. Well, people wanted to expand what, they, he wanted to expand what, like, the Force could do, which is why he has all the Yoda stuff as well. See, I felt moving stuff was all right. I never really yeah, yeah. I've seen Matilda. I was okay with it. <laughs> okay. And then he goes back into the Canadian spring, and it's a heck of a storm outside. <laughs> back at the base, Leia hears that both of her boys are out for the night, and C-3PO tells us that R2-D2 says the chances of survival are 725 to 1. And then when the door shut, Chewie, with a, with a good scream. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I was like that. <laughs> R2-D2 is a dick. Just so you're aware, that was not a pre-recorded thing I had. Liam did that. (laughs) I know it sounded like it. (laughs) Georgia. Ellie sent me a picture of him before and after, and I genuinely cannot see a difference. (laughs) This is like me when everyone's telling me there's the mustache on, uh, what's his name, who played Superman? Henry Henry Cavill. And I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it. (laughs) It's so obvious. I'm like, it's really not. (laughs) I I cannot tell a difference. They look the same. Oh, really? No, they don't. His eyes are like bug eyes. I think one's from The Mandalorian. Um, Uh, That doesn't count. It's Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Um, A thing I like, though, because this is all set in, in a blizzard, Harrison Ford couldn't get to the set because this was all in Norway and they got hit by such a bad blizzard that he decided he would uh, buy a snowplow and drive to set to get to this one scene on a snowplow. That's yeah, what's cool. That's that, a carpenter for you. That, that is, yeah, <laughs> roll your sleeves up, get out there. And Absolutely. He's working class. And, he, um, and so we find out that uh, Luke's about to pass out and can see Ben Kenobi. Yeah. And Ben says, go to the Dagobah system. Learn from Yoda. And we're getting some big information here, so we make sure Luke's like, Dagobah, Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> what does he do when he's dying? Oh, he's passing out. Well, wow. I don't know. Like ben Kenobi oh, yeah. really picks and chooses when he shows up in this movie. He does, because as a kid, I always thought that he was dying. Maybe yeah, was yeah I think so. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he, I guess it's a spoiler, but he's not going to die. And he goes, Dagobah. If he just died after he was told to go to Dagobah, it's not much of a movie. Oh, kid. Come on. He passes out and Han finds him with the visibility available to you and everything being white to begin with. Like, and he's dressed in white as well. Han's got to be force sensitive to have found him. I think so. Han's got. Now, I know in the, in the novelizations and the comic books, they go down a road where Han is force sensitive. But in the films, they never do go down that road. No, they don't. So I, you got to explain that one to me because surely it'd be very hard to find someone like that nope super easy barely an inconvenience oh really he just stumbles upon him (laughs) saw the footprints in the snow there's only one path around apparently um hans maybe hoff is just really small maybe it's it's like like, mary poppins london it's mary poppins london absolutely mary mary poppins hoff and so uh pop it like a toth (laughs) (laughs) and so uh but tauntaun falls down it, does. it dropped it like a toth. And so, um, you know, I guess this was the first marker. And then Han guts it like a fish and like, <laughs> pulls, like the entrails, pulls the entrails out. And I guess stuff's Luke in it. And this started the question where we went, are, yeah. do you have to be force sensitive to use a lightsaber? Ethan. No. 
No. Well, apparently not, because Han did it. <laughs> no, I know. No, there, there are loads of characters in the Star Wars yeah. universe who have just used lightsabers, because it, it's nothing to do with the Force. It's just a stick. It's just a laser sword. It's just another sword. Like, oh, there okay. are characters in the theory being, later films who also I'm use lightsabers. I'm going to quote you on that, Ethan. Because it's a laser stick. sword? It's a stick. Because what I sort of came back with was the idea that, I mean, it's a blaster versus a sword. Which one would you rather have? You'd rather have a blaster unless there's something in your makeup that makes the laser sword a better a better shout that being said i don't know why you know you can't but luke seems to use the force pretty well when he's using like blasters on the x-wing at the end of the first star wars film he does Mm. yeah so i don't know why for some reason you can't use a blaster with the same precision i guess it's that you can deflect with a lightsaber yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's it's, it's more of a defensive th- yeah, weapon, isn't it? Oh, that's true. It is more of a defensive weapon. It's not meant for attack. No. Yeah, God, Georgia he's dropping it. Yeah. Wow. Just like it's my boy's trash one. can and dustbin getting me through. <laughs> 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 so, uh, for the record, those are her two uh, Jawas, not yeah. uh, some sort of hip hop crew <laughs> she's just created. <laughs> <laughs> did you? What did you say? Was that, was that Why would they be boys? <laughs> I don't know, but it was a pair of names. Referring, referring to this trash can and dustbin. <laughs> <laughs> you got some self-esteem issues, if that's the case. Thanks, Ellie. I'm glad I know what you think of me All now. Right, so, uh, how does Han survive a night? Uh, I think he starts. Up. He says he's putting a shelter yeah, up. Yeah, he's like digging some holes and stuff. Oh, is he? Okay. A camp as someone up, yeah. who like has been outside in like just zero degree weather, bullshit. No, no, because that's how igloos work. I mean, if you get it within the snow, it snows really good actually at maintaining the heat inside. But he of it. was saying he was going to put a shelter up, not like. Yeah, to be fair, Build like to be fair, he like, was like, digging sort of a bit like, of a hole. C three feels like fair. I can feel my circuits freezing. <laughs> Han's like, I'm just going to start work. You know when Han um, lightsabers the Tonton, is it? Yeah. Um, does Luke get? Does he put Luke inside? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Like in the Revenant. Keep him warm. Yeah. Ooh. Uh. Yeah, it's gross. Well, he's even like piss more bad on the outside. I thought. And then uh, the next day. And a discount John Favreau finds them. He does. <laughs> he's uh, he's flying Rogue Two. He goes, oh, I found him. Just like that. <laughs> and like Han, maybe he's force sensitive like, as well. Han is like Bear Grylls because he's got like a little antenna set up there. Like he's got like he's basically established a civilization overnight. <laughs> he's a survivor. <laughs> and uh, just like Bear Grylls, he had a full um, movie set to do it for him. That's right. <laughs> uh, quick healing powers. They put Luke in a hyperbaric chamber, and there's a lot of mirroring. If you consider what's going to happen at the end of the film, where Luke and Vader are sort of being turned more, Luke is sort of having more Vader-esque things happening to him that as the audience you don't realize until we get closer and closer and closer. But Luke's in a hyperbaric chamber. We know that Vader's in some constant source of... um, Breathing apparatus. Breathing apparatus, and even the bit where he's by himself, uh, he's kind of in a state of sustenance and the same sort of an idea. Like He has to do that to keep himself from, you know, being in perpetual agony. Um, he's uh, Han goes like, well that's two you owe me Luke and Luke's like yeah okay <laughs> and then Han and Leia continue to fight and flirt including one of the great all time Star Wars lines where she calls him a scruffy looking nerf herder that's great and I love the nerf herder me too and he, he just goes he just goes hey who's scruffy looking yeah. so he's okay with the nerf herder yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. that means uh, she then lays a kiss on Luke to make Han jealous and Luke takes it in stride there she's is she supposed to be the good one? But she's clearly using Luke's feelings. She is, but he's also upset with the fact that he thinks there's something going on between them two. Yes, but like, yeah. she's setting Luke up. She is. She's she totally is. leading him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sucks. It does. Does she if, know, or does she still like Luke at this point? 
Oh, is no. a bit of a love triangle? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, they wanted it to be a love I'll triangle. I'll tell you what, Luke yeah. definitely still likes Leia at this he point. He does. <laughs> yeah. He does. And um, so the question would be, why don't they know? Yeah. If Luke's as force sensitive as we're told he is, why doesn't Luke know? And we don't, we won't refer what to yet because there's more coming. So we'll see. We'll see. What are we talking about? Could be anything. The whole thing, he's not as in in tune as he is later on, I believe, from what uh, Mm -hmm. Lucas said. Mm -hmm. Then uh, we go to the uh, Empire as a probe droid. Oh, no, there's not that. They destroy a probe droid there on Hoth. Yeah. With, you know, Chewie goes up and he makes his battle cry of and it makes it look one way and then Han shoots it from the other side he does and it blows up <laughs> he goes oh that went up way too easy it must have a self-destruct button remember that for later two shots it blows up they go that's too easy yep just saying um and so they go good chance the empire knows we're here start the evacuation and then we cut we go aboard the ship the the empire ship we meet or reintroduce ourselves to Darth Vader, and we get John Williams goes, here's a little something I've been saving for you. <laughs> I call it the Imperial March, and you're going to hear it a lot this film. It's so much. <laughs> but it's so good. It so it's good. so yeah. good. And it's often hard to remember that he doesn't drop it till, up until, till the second film. Yeah, but yeah. you mm. know when you hear this, you're going to see Vader. Yeah. It's so defining. You, you know, yeah. I was going to use this in the first one, and I went, oh, right, it's, it's, it's not in the first one. I can't use it. <laughs> so um, there is that, and um, they're like, well, there's this probe droid. And they go, well, you know, and he goes, no, 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 I do know. They're there. I can feel it. Why? Because I saw the script. It's gone through five changes. This is where we're going. I would love it if he did this, like, if there was just a little flashback like, of him doing this, like, five other times and be like, it is this planet, it is them, it is they are there, and then getting there and there being nothing at all. Like, and then he's like, it is this one yes. when they get to off. Just refuses to acknowledge he's wrong. Yeah, just turn around and ask, wrong. Just turn around and ask for directions. I will not ask for directions. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, speaking of someone who didn't think it, they were there, there's this admiral who must have done something to he came out of hyperspace too early or he did something just to tip them off that they were coming and so vader opens up his the droid wouldn't that they sent the probe wouldn't like yeah but because of that he does something wrong in the future yeah, yeah, yeah. and so um vader gets on a skype call he gets zoom up he goes let's go ahead we do a long distance you know transmission and they do a face-to-face call and force choke someone from thousands and millions of miles away cool clever that does this cool. ever happen again in any of them what that you can force choke someone from ever and ever away from only if you're like if because you can see them over a zoom call it's really interesting it, it, because yeah. if you think about it like there's other times when, like why doesn't he go after like leia with a force choke yeah do you have to know where they are they have to be looking each other on like this is a really interesting question georgia that's, that's, what, I I, think that's so. what i mean if you just go just do 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 it's your phone oh hello it's a facetime <laughs> oh no <laughs> From what I am aware, though, like all of these starships are in the same vicinity. They're just one above e- or below each other, so they're in that same area. But I always it's thought, still like, I'm using like, that as the example. But that's a, that's a like like dangerous game to play, though, because if he's like a foot off he's getting the wrong throat if you like, think about it i don't think he can like is it, is it just a force choke can i force punch someone <laughs> from a while away can i just like hit him i mean he can obviously move objects with telekinesis and hit people yeah which he only does when it's luke he, he doesn't do it when it's han shooting no like doesn't. you can totally use that and just he choke could. him and put him out Could you yeah. steal someone's gun from them when they were shooting it at you and just be like and like yeah. turn it around to sure, make why not? Shoot that's exactly what like, he did i thought 
or tried to he do. Takes, he takes the blaster out of the hand yeah, yeah. once they get to later on in the film. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, let's get towards later on in the film. So we have the winter battle scene, which is just a fight scene on Hoth. I've got, hey, look, it's a, it's a scene that's been made to sell a bunch of brand new toys. Yay. Yeah. And it was easily the best level in Super Star Wars on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, it really was. Yep. And uh, <laughs> there's really stupid ships where there's like two people in each one. Back to back. And someone's like backwards. Like, I just get nauseous. Me too. So stupid. And Dak is the guy with Luke. And he goes, oh, how do you feel? Oh, I feel like I take on the whole empire by myself. You're an idiot, Dak. Yeah. Because if you see what they got. <laughs> uh, and I think they should just let him out and see what happens. Well, I'll tell you what. He dies about five minutes in. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, they figure out they can use a long, long. It's a long battle scene. It is. Long story being long. They figure out they can use a harpoon and tangle up the legs. Are these adats, Ethan? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. See, I knew they were I knew they were. Okay. I knew that. I'm proud of me. Yeah, Georgia, I, when you've got things right previously, we've gone well done. If you yeah. give us a chance, we will applaud you. I'm just proud of me. See, ego <laughs> leads to the dark side. It so, um, yeah, so they, they wrap the legs up. Really stupid design. Rather than have them use wheels or caterpillars, let's just have them walk. Well, yeah, but I mean... I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's an iconic thing, but yeah. You know, I you think, think Lucas, the terrain is going over, you, you're probably going to use walking more than you are. Yeah, this one and Re- Return of the Jedi, they wanted to do a lot more like uh, Vietnam-based like allegories and because oh, that explains the giant yeah. winter battle. Well, no, it's because Vietnam's known of, for being a frigid ice planet. Oh, I'm aware, I'm aware, but I mean more in like the sense of the the uh, the enemy having the more sophisticated stuff, and then the 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 good guys or like guerrilla warfare kind of the guerrilla war. Yeah, the guerrilla yeah. warfare stuff are just using their brawn and like just basic tactics to right. to overcome them. I don't know why you wouldn't do that to begin with, and why they didn't do it more. I don't know why I turned to do. Let's just you line up your guys in one line, I'll line up mine, and yeah. we'll march at each other. Because clearly it works. If you have like less people, out. you got to be thinking. This really doesn't feel fair. What if we like hid? Nope, nope, nope. We must be honorable. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so uh, Luke is hit and crashes. Um, uh, uh, during this time, Han is saving Leah from from her own like stubbornness and getting her out of the control center. Uh, Luke um, it gets out of his thing briefly, so we think he's okay still. Like goes, come on, Dak. Oh, oh! You're still dead, and just runs away, and yeah. lets him get squashed by an adat, and then he gets up, throws a grenade, and takes out that adat. The CGI is really doing my head in this. Oh, it really There's is. so many extra pieces that just don't need to be there. They don't. And it didn't just... add anything. I wasn't like, wow, this is so much more fun now. No, no, it just made no, me no. go, that's fake. That's fake. That's been added. It just rips me from my immersion. And they from what it, I so know, this is the one. I don't race. think that's. I don't think that's added CGI. That stuff from like the sort of the 70s 80s stuff no there are some extra no sure there's gotta be no from why look they didn't really touch it in terms of cgi really yeah they they added like a couple extra shots but those are more like that's later on in the film there's some shiny glossy looking ships there is yeah it's it's no i well we we will we, if we're wrong, we're wrong. I will, I will totally take the L if I'm we wrong. We will investigate what My that. research yeah, yeah, yeah. says they didn't. this is the one that was touched the least. Um, the stormtroopers are like clan members in this one. In the wintertime, they've got these they got like, little... like clan member like hoods. It's like, oh. Yeah, it does seem a bit odd. <laughs> okay. Um, Vader's reached the rebel base, and they're getting their money's worth out of the Imperial March. I've got written down here because <laughs> it's the tenth time we've already heard of this film. And, with some, and really some really, really considerable level of ease. Han and Leia escape the base. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she will shoot some stuff, but I'm never for a moment thinking they're not getting out of there. Of course, you know, 
And Vader never runs anywhere, does he? No. Speaking of running places, though, Luke has made it back to the like place where like the ships are departing from on foot. <laughs> I have to remind you, he is in the middle of that battlefield that he took a a, a uh, an X fighter and not X fighter, but whatever that back to front back ship to front was. Ship. And oh, uh, snow speeder and f- snow, okay, and flew for a long time and then made it back on foot in the snow. Mm-hmm. Canadian kids said that ain't how ha- you ain't got time for that. That's not. It would take you days. It would take you. He would be dead. He would be dead because people would have seen him and shot him from a, like a thousand paces. But somehow he just morphs in the right location. Maybe that's another force power. We Again, he read about. the script. Yes. <laughs> no, it says here, guys, I'm already back. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that middle part. Um, and so the Falcon tries to jump to hyperspeed, and it can't. Uh, 3PO had no... And this became this became a story in this. The, can we get the Millennium Falcon to jump to hyperspeed? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> can we get the Millennium Falcon to jump to hyperspeed? And I was sitting there going, this... It really... Hung. I give The Last Jedi a lot of crap for for sort of a ship-based storyline and empire does it empire does the same thing it's like oh can we get the, can we get the hyperspeed got to keep oh can't go to hyperspeed yeah this felt long it was this felt long it was, it was. um three people know something to be damaged they can't do anything uh they got asteroids because we need asteroids and we told there's a 3720 to one shot that you won't make it through this three po loves saying odds. what was with the odds in this movie numbers till finally han says never tell me the odds and he didn't do it again no nope i, qu- I didn't mind c-3po accountant but i think i think c-3po when he's doing all that because he's a robot anyway or a droid yeah you know he's going to be coming but we didn't have that in figures. the first movie so i was like no. oh this is different yeah, yeah, yeah. he's had a software update in this movie they plugged him in overnight he's <laughs> upgraded to ios whatever it is and now he gives odds yeah sorry ellie you said he was He's just a dick in this movie. See, three PO. He's a dick in every movie. I like three PO in this. Oh, I can't stand three PO in any. Wow. Okay. Um, They choose (laughs) to land and burrow onto a large asteroid. It's not a wormhole. I know it looks like one. Don't think it's a wormhole. It's not a wormhole. What were you thinking? All this perfectly cylindrical cave. <laughs> Which they just like nice little flying up and down. Oh, and under it's, it's, and it's a beautiful <laughs> shot. They're going up. Right. Like, don't just, just easily just like go no, down. No, no. Do the up spin and drop. Down, drop, yeah. Uh, Luke gets to Dagobah and crashes his X-Wing in the water. And there are a lot of point of view shots in this film. Yeah. A lot of shots mm. from people's perspective. Uh, Dagobah looks like something out of Nightmare. Do you remember Nightmare? Um, with the oh. K for Nightmare, it was like a it was like a, it was like a game show for kids. Oh, wait, oh yes. I've seen a remake yeah. of that. Yes. Oh, I think I've heard of it because at the beginning they used Castle Rising Castle. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. So it was like itself. Yeah, it was like that. It felt it felt like a of Nightmare. Yeah, I love Nightmare. I as a haven't kid. remembered that until just then. If you're British, you know what I mean. If you're North yeah. American or anywhere used, else, no idea. They used to put like a helmet on a helmet on. So the person because it was all Thank it was you. all CGI, right? Because yeah. it was all it was just a kid in like some like square box studio, but yeah. they could project things around him through very very. Early early cg yeah wow yeah. totally forgot about there that you go. um so r2d2 falls into the water we think he's dead till his periscope comes up and a big lizard chases after him and it feels like a rehash of the bit from the garbage disposal all over again it was like that wasn't it yeah uh luke thinks it was a mistake to come i hate like luke's like, oh like he's like no oh it was a mistake to come i think you've been here for three minutes dude <laughs> luke on this planet just I don't like it. He him. was doing okay, and then he lands on Dagobah, and he's like yeah. annoying episode four Luke all over again. Um, and then my question is, he goes, maybe I'm just going crazy. Why can't Ben connect to him now to go, you've made it to Dagobah. Good job. Don't worry about the ship. 
We'll get you to meet Yoda. Yeah, now for Yoda. It's a test. That's stupid is what it is. Um, I think it's stupid, but it's a test. <laughs> what is stupid is when um, R2-D2 go in the water. Yeah. When he that was second. George Lucas's pool. They were like... Oh, was it really? Pool? Yeah, Dagobah is just his unfinished pool because it's just a massive, like, mud pile at that point. Oh, that's funny. Does he ever swim again? Or, like... Can, can droids R2-D2 swim? is kind of like um, how we felt actually about Sam and Iron Man and Spider-Man and whatever Marvel film might be out. What can R2-D2 do? What does the scene need him to do? Yeah, yeah, then he can do it. Because they always, later on, he'll have more powers and you'll be like, I didn't know he could do that. That would have been really helpful like two films ago when he actually could have done this instead. Yeah. And it never happens again. So, no. uh, thank you for the MacGuffin, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the MacGuffin. So, uh, back on the Star Destroyer, uh, we get a look at the back of Darth Vader's scarred head. You do. That's an interesting little... little oh, did you see that? Yeah. It looks like a gobstopper. <laughs> sure. It um, does look like a gobstopper. That's and true. he wants the Falcon, not excuses. Uh, back on the Falcon, it's unstable because they're outside, and Han snaps at C-3PO, and then it knocks Leia into Han's arms, and he doesn't let go no. and said, let me go he goes mm, let me go please and he still doesn't i'm like Ooh. and she goes don't get excited and she goes being in your arms is enough to get me excited do you think right he's handsy with her in this movie because of the connection they have in real life i don't know if they're dating at this point i know they did date oh, okay. i don't know if it's dating at this point you do seem quite handsy with her even you know like I you, said to you, you, before. you thought he might have groped her a bit yeah yeah I didn't see it, so I don't oh, know. Okay. So if, uh, I think it happens a bit later on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, because you definitely noticed that at this point in the movie, though. I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, back on Dagobah, enter Grover, and by Grover I mean Yoda. <laughs> but it sounds <laughs> like Grover a, to me. Yeah. You said Miss Piggy, Liam. Yeah, it sounded like Miss Piggy to me. This was Am originally. Well, this is Frank Oz. Yeah, it that's isn't. what we thought. Yeah. Yeah, this is Frank Oz. He goes into a bit of fuzzy later, but this was originally supposed to be Jim Henson. George oh. wanted to get Jim Henson, but he was busy doing the Great Muppet Caper. Uh, so instead, he Not recommended bad. Frank Oz to to play Yoda instead. So you get a recommendation from Jim Henson. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Frank, Frank, Oz Frank Oz is Jim Henson's right-hand man, so yeah. that makes sense. And this <laughs> continues. Like, Frank Oz just keeps showing up in the weirdest places on our I list. I love Frank Oz. Me yeah. too. But does he carry on doing Yoda? Yeah, yeah, he's he, Yoda and all. He is Yoda. Oh. All, I, I know. I know. In the uh, yeah, I know. In the prequels, he's he's the voice of Yoda. Yeah, yeah. The only time he's not Yoda is in like the cartoons, yeah. and that's like a guy who uh, I think he mentored. Ellie, so, like, I see your know. hand up. Do you have some some like fascinating piece of Star Wars trivia? I do. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, cool. Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford were dating for three months while they were filming A New Hope. A New Hope. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, I mean, I guess that, but I, I think you'd probably... Maybe familiarity? Yeah, it wouldn't be like this. There'd be something, wouldn't there? Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. more so than if you hadn't dated them at all. Yeah. I understand that. Sure. That'd be weird to break up and then have to play opposite each other like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Harrison Ford was still married at the time, but they were still, they were seeing each other. Well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because they kept it secret for 40 years. <laughs> and, no, then, then she announced in her autobiography. Then it's all, she was very liberating near the, near the end. She was yeah. very, she, she owned it. I mean, she had a lot of romantic dalliances, I believe, on the yeah. set of Star Wars. Wow. Crew. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, th- I think she gave some advice to like some younger actress and be like, whatever you do, don't, don't have, a, don't have relationships with the, with the crew. So trust me. I think me. it was to Daisy Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Daisy Ridley. Yeah. So, trust me, it doesn't work out. And if you do, don't, don't like date like all of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> she was great. We miss Carrie Fisher, I think. Can I just say yeah. at this point, right? Yoda, I never remember being this sinister. What do you mean by sinister? Sinister means evil. Yeah, he comes across as evil the way he, he comes is off goofy. He's not, and senile, he comes off he? goofy and senile. No, yeah. he he's off, he's like I saw him sinister this time. He's like the, the random troll you meet in Act Two, who's like, "Oh, I'm going to help you," and he like starts eating well, your tire because he's just Found you know someone you have. No, yeah. <laughs> be funny. He's, he's designed. To, he's designed to be a nuisance, not he, to be an yeah, actual. He was sinister to me. Oh, he's, he's like a goofy little now. goblin. I would respectfully disagree. He's designed. He's it's designed so you overlook look him that's what this yeah. is so you're with luke you make the same sin luke does you he's overlook very forceful, him though. do you know what i mean i don't know, I don't know. he just wants that food uh he <laughs> says luke says culture for yoda did not prepare me for how annoying he is <laughs> <laughs> to be fair he's never this annoying again no 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 he's not. Uh, luke is looking for a great warrior and yoda says war does not make one great which is the typical Yoda, reverse the words and throw yeah, them back yeah, at you. Yeah. Yeah. I love all that. I've got what's with the Yoda presentation. He's an idiot for the reveal, but what is this? He's going through his ship. He's stealing a flashlight. <laughs> I'm like, it's got to be that. based on some sort of drunken master is what I've got in my notes. That's me when I'm tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> it feels that way. It yeah. does. It feels like drunken master who you over overlook and then he kicks your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Me when I'm tipsy. Uh, and we find out the green, we find out the green guy is going to lead them to Yoda. But first, they got to eat. But first, back to the Falcon. Three PO schooling Han on how to fix the Falcon. Three PO gets it right more often than not in this film. He does. Uh, Han and Leo continue to fight and flirt about a, being a scoundrel. This is where the grope happened. I thought because that's when he enters. Oh, she goes, oh, careful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, no. It's oh, wow. That was such a delay. I, <laughs> it was. I didn't see that on our version. <laughs> Not on a Disney Plus, anyway. Uh, she goes, you know Stop. what you were saying about choosing the different versions? Yeah. She says, I used Disney Plus Plus. Did you? Okay. She goes, stop that. He goes, stop what? <laughs> um, he, goes, you're, he goes, you're trembling. Is it because you need a scoundrel? Oh, <laughs> And they kiss, and then in comes C-3PO for the block. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're trying to put this back on track now. We should. We should. Want to thank, <laughs> We've lost everybody. Scene. We want to thank Ethan for joining us this week. It's a shame his connection right. cut out. Uh, I'll see you guys. I'll, I'll see you guys next week for talking to Mickey. The Emperor demands a transmission, uh, and they leave the asteroid field. My question is this. If you need to leave the asteroid field to send the transmission... How do you get the transmission? Say the emperor wants to talk. Oh, God knows. I, no, it, I think it was so they just had a clearer one, like he, so nothing got in the way. He sent a carrier pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> does, does space have pigeons? It, it, it does now. It does absolutely. Flying through an asteroid belt. Yep. Okay, yeah. a little pigeon, Earth pigeon, but with a little, um, yep, <laughs> a little astronaut hood on. If you can have, if you have a Wookiee, you can have a pigeon. I think. I uh, bullshit flying through that asteroid field though. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. Um, C3PO did tell us the odds, so it's okay to think it's bullshit. That's okay. It was just really lucky. Um, we find out uh, from this conversation with the Emperor that the son of Skywalker must not be allowed to become a Jedi, but he would be a powerful ally if he could be turned. I have two questions for you, Ethan. Hi. First question is, Yep. this is Ian McDermott, right? This is Ian McDermott. So this is one of the changes they made to this film. So originally, it was a visual effects uh, artist, and they just had her wear some chimpanzee eyes, and then they got another actor to voice it over and just have that, and it was this very ugly-looking, like, monstrous thing. And then uh, after Ian McDermott was in... Uh, 
uh, Return of the Jedi and some films later on. For the 2005 release, they just changed it. So it's just, this is one of those good additions that I think. No, I would agree. It's it's, it's like when they fix, yeah. There's certain elements that do get better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My second question, Ethan, is in the Sith, there's obviously a rule of two. Yes. A master and an apprentice. Yeah. This conversation yeah. makes no sense in a rule of two universe. No. I can explain this. Um, <laughs> you can so, try to explain this. Go ahead. I don't know. I can. It's stupid, but it has a thing. So basically, in like the, the continuity since the Star Wars existed, you can have two Sith, but you can have followers and disciples. So in Star Wars, the Clone Wars, there's Count Dooku and there's uh, Sidious, but there's also this person called Asaz Ventress who is just like a right-hand person. So in the same way that like the Jedi have Padawans, it's kind of like that, but they never... It's always like the, the fail-safe. So if Vader dies, they got a second, a second Sith yes. who can just take up the mantle. It's that kind of thing. It's like when you fuck up and die... I've already got you replaced. At the very least, a lot. At the very uh, least, bringing him on board is going to create tension between Vader, yeah. of course, and the Emperor. I mean, he's like yeah. a lackey as well, so you have that dynamic. So there's anger from him, so he's exerting more of yeah. his dark side. So if Vader group. kills the Emperor and becomes the Emperor, then he's got his own Vader. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like, okay, I, I hear what you're saying. I. Yeah, it just seems odd. The ruler two know. was never always a thing. It just sort of happened at a point in the Sith lineage, so there was always one person the most power. All right, we go to Yoda's crib. Yoda wants to eat, and Luke wants to whine. And my next note: Luke <laughs> is a whiner. So obviously, there was a lot of whining. Um, Yoda's in communication with Ben Kenobi, and I will say it was an underwhelming reveal that he's Yoda. Yeah, but he just goes, "I can't train him," and then he goes, "You're Yoda," and he goes, "Yeah." Was in his, even in his facial features, like they do change. I think expressiveness, um, like in Yoda, it becomes less goofy and more like actual stoic and stuff. Oh, at this point, well. yeah, it is. It's a different. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, he I says, never remember the big reveal of him. Yeah, I've always known him as Yoda. He says, um, "Much anger I sense," and then Ben, who's just a voice, goes, "Was I any different when you trained me?" And I'm going, "Yes." Yes, you were. You were. You we've were. we've we've seen the prequels. At least, yeah. uh, sorry, remember that the boys have seen the prequels. <laughs> he was not angry at all. No, he was charming, charming, fun little kid, wasn't he? Come what may, he will be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and Is that a Ewan McGregor joke? That was a Ewan McGregor joke. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then we have, I guess, the reveal, and he goes, and Yoda's already got Luke's primary flaw down. Boom. You are not patient enough. And I'm like, yep, thank you. We've seen, and he's got it because everything that Luke does wrong in life is because he just can't wait. Yeah. He can't wait. So he rushes off. And because he rushes off, they kill his family. He rushes off and he can't, everything's, I want to do this quicker. I want to do this quicker. I want to do this quicker. And it leads to all of his problems he has in this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and he goes, I'm not afraid. Train me. And he goes, Yoda was good. You will be. And then waits, looks at the camera one more time and goes, you will be. <laughs> it just sounds like a very sinister fuzzy bear. I told you he was sinister. <laughs> uh, back on the Falcon, some sort of critters are attacking the ship as they're oh, not in not. the worm, but they're yeah. in the worm. They're like worm bats. Leia gets to say, I've got a bad feeling about this, so have your drink now and you're playing Star Wars drinking game. And sure enough, the ground is unstable. The cage is collapsing. It's like a giant worm or... It's not a cave. No, it's some sort of monster. <laughs> an, or an angry sort. penis. I it's don't like know. It's something. From, <laughs> it was Monstro from um, Pinocchio. Okay. Um, we go to more Dagobah training. Luke has a backpack. His name is Yoda. Uh, <laughs> we find out that a Jedi strength flows from his mind. We learn more about the dark side. Luke goes, is the dark side stronger? I'm like, read the room, kid. You're not supposed to ask about the dark side. No. <laughs> and he goes, no, but it's more seductive. 
<laughs> and he goes, I won't train you anymore today. And then he sends him in the cave to do some training. <laughs> what's in there only what you take with you and luke faces off he has a vision of him facing off with vader he attacks vader vader's head falls off he looks at the mask the mask blows up and we see luke's face inside i guess foreshadowing that if he keeps on this path luke will turn into his father well, Luke will turn into Vader. Oh, was that Luke's yeah. face? That's yeah. Luke's yeah. face. This is where the face blindness <laughs> comes back to. So, so this I cave. I thought it might have been. I couldn't tell. I thought it might have been Leia. I, we I watched it on a, on a computer, on a phone. What no, were you watching? To be the fair, TV. when I was wow. a kid, I thought it was. When I was a kid, I used to think it was Leia. So that that's completely like I understand that. Wow. Uh, this cave is like just force sensitive. Like it shows your deepest fear. So his deepest fear is just becoming another Vader because of all the stuff they already said. But I always saw it as a foreshadowing of what was to come. Well, I think, it's yeah. a, I think it plants it's in the viewer's both. mind yeah. a little bit of insecurity yeah. about it. Yeah. If he walked in the cave and he saw himself like holding a loft like the house cop <laughs> in Harry Potter, that's a different <laughs> kettle of fish, isn't it? Absolutely. What's the name of that mirror? The mirror where you can see what you want. Erised. Wow. Crazy. We got some Harry Potter peeps on the podcast. We Desire do. backwards. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. we have some outsourcing because Vader's going, well, we ain't doing a good enough job. So I'm going to get some <laughs> bounty hunters on the job. Yeah. Dog the bounty hunter was not amongst them, but yeah. we did get Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't turn into anything much. Um, uh, no, no, no. He becomes a bit of a cult following, though, doesn't he? I will, I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill. As far as original Star Wars movies go, most overhyped character ever. I agree. He's an action figure who was cool in one cartoon and then yeah. Like, but as far as like he's he's cool now because yeah, because of things because, they've done with him yeah yeah yeah. But I'll tell you what, absolutely, I didn't get it. Stupid! Yeah. I did not get the appeal. That he was a rare toy. That was the other part. Was that if you found the, the Boba Fett in the something toy, he was it was the rarest one to I get. I think the prototype like also his fired his uh, backpack. Yeah. Okay. So um, the Falcon still can't make hyperdrive. So Han goes to attack the destroyer and makes it disappear. And we're like, where did he you know, Where did he go? What? Oh, no. <laughs> and then we just cut back to Dagobah where Luke is doing handstands and placing rocks. I think he's doing a decent job. He's not really handstanding, though, because if you look at it, he's being held up somehow. It's a movie, Liam. Well, I know. I want to see a handstand. He's not really flying a spaceship either. <laughs> Did you know that Yoda's not a real creature? Wait, he's not. I wanted to buy my own. Keep him in a cage. Oh, I'm he's being held up. And I think you should do a handstand if you're going to do it. Ellie, what were you saying? said i'm with liam it looks shit oh you guys suck i just hate star wars though you made that very clear from your first note Wait, it's got nothing to do with the fact with the handstand i think ellie can show enough objectivity to go handstands different from that so yeah, there was even a moment in this earlier on where i wrote this special effect was good oh wow there was a positive Ooh. note in my notes there we go it must the be from last week so the- shit, but that one in particular <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to hear the worst of this year. <laughs> I'm so concerned. Uh, Luke, the X-Wing sinks, and Luke whines about why it's different. If someone said, hey, that power I've taught you, you can lift a ship with it, I'd probably trust the guy who's been doing it for like 4,000 years and yeah. not my whiny ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, well, okay, I'll try, which is where we get one of the greatest lines in the history of Star Wars. Do or do not, there is no try. Uh, he brings it up somewhat. And I'm going, hey! And then when he, he can't get all the way out, everyone goes, oh. And I'm like, this is like the worst teacher ever. I'm <laughs> like, like, he showed progress. He got up like 10% of the way out. And he goes, oh, you're such a failure. 
if Kitty just gives up, that's my David. Well, because Luke gives up because everybody else was going, even Arch was going. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Arch, I'd be like, come on, I'm getting it from all sides, Arch. Shut up. You can't even walk in a straight line without falling into the bleeming pond. Uh, We go, uh, the X-Wing then gets lifted up by Yoda, but not before Luke says it's too big. Yoda's size matters not. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? I want to point out, that is what Yoda was saying, not Han. I just want to say that. Uh, Back to Vader. And uh, we just hear, there's a guy who's obviously failed him again because he couldn't find the ship. The ship, he went, I will take the full responsibility for this. I guess thinking he's not going to be like the first guy who tried to do it behind his back. And if I'm up front, Vader will respect that. You see him clutching his throat. You think maybe he's going to live? And then he keels over and dies. (laughs) Vader go, apology accepted. It's not too often Vader's funny, but when he is, he's a riot. I'm not being funny, right? He's so sassy. If you saw this and Vader kept doing this, why would you want to go into that position? I'd be like, uh, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm a current job really rewarding. Yeah. Because yeah. he yeah. just kill you then anyway. Bill. Now, Bill's Admiral material. <laughs> we even call him Admiral Bill behind his back. He's the right guy. You um, need me. I'm the cleanup guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we find that the Falcon is, is stuck on the side of the destroyer. And Han goes, we're going to go to Lando. And probably needs more context because she thinks it's a star system. He goes, no, no, no. He's a scoundrel. Do you trust him? No, no. <laughs> but he's got no love for the Empire. And he's got a, got a plan. They've got to dump the garbage before they go to hyperspeed. So we'll just float off with that. And she goes, you have your moments. Not many of them, but you do have them. And then he's instantly trailed by Boba Fett, and they don't think for a moment to check if anything's following. No, you would, though, wouldn't you? But I'm I would be. A- They're like 100%. We're so clever. No one's as smart as us. And they don't think, Should we look behind us? Nah. Yeah, but you think about it, right? Whatever Han thinks... Boba Fett would feel think the same because they're both bounty hunters. Yeah. So, you know, they'd know all the tricks in the book, wouldn't they? They would. So, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, what do we have next? We've got back to Dagobah. Luke is told he can now soon be able to see the future and the past. And I'm telling you what, it was a quick upload because oh, you can automatically see Han and Leia. It's funny that. They're in pain. And Yoda goes, it's the future you see. <laughs> and I'm like, so it's not the present or the past then, Yoda. You're convinced it's the future. How are you convinced? You just told us it could be the past or the future. This could have happened a week ago. You wouldn't know. <laughs> he can feel it. Bloody stupid. <laughs> uh, Luke feels like he has to go now. Yoda. Go I thought Yoda talked him out of it. Turned out, no, we need a scene break. Back to the Falcon. At first, they're not allowed to land in the Cloud City. Then they're attacked. And we find out there's some bad blood in the past between the two of them, between Lando and Han. Yes, because he lost um, uh, the Millennium Falcon. I think it's something besides that. I think that's a different story. Because oh, it sounds like he lost he lost the, the, the ship. He lost the ship in a game of poker fairly. Yeah, but he says I lost it. For, you know, no, if I you want to fairly. find out why, what solo? What solo? Story? Yeah, because because um, Wookie, uh, Wookie Chewie goes yeah, and he goes. I'm sure he's forgotten about that, and we don't get to know what that is. We just it's something that we're not told, but oh, we know he's okay. mad at them for something. Because Chewie no. came with the ship, didn't he? I hope not, or else that makes Chewie a slave. I think he was. Uh, no. Was he not? No, no. I, think, I, I, I think he's got I free will. I thought he was part of the port. Part I of thought the Chewie deal. was no. wearing the poker game for... Oh, anyway, no, 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 I'm no. not seeing anymore because technically spoils. Thank you. Uh, oh, okay. So, look at him learning. God bless him. Yeah, well done. I respect, the, I respect some of these films. Soon so. he'll be able to see the future and the past. Some of them. <laughs> I, I already see the future, and I know that no one's going to like them. There we go. I already so. had a tagline called Sharp Ethan. 
Oh, oh. that would be mean. I bought a Megatron. Well, you, have done, no. you have done the impossible. You have now. done the impossible. You created sympathy for Ethan. <laughs> Hey, it's like, it's like C-3PO getting a moment in a it film. Was ready for spoilers. Are you our C-3PO? That might be an interesting thing. At the end of the thing, we should, we should cast ourselves. I don't oh, want okay. to be C-3PO. He's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back no to... Uh, they are given permission to land, and we meet Lando Calrissian, played by the enigmatic Billy D. D. Williams. Yes. Ethan, do you have any information about how Billy D. got involved with this? I don't. There wasn't really anything. He sort of just got cast. I think I think he just did a fist pump because he's got some stuff. No, I don't. I'm trying to find a way to plug my computer in and was hoping you could riff for time. <laughs> no, I could not. Um, I like Lando Calrissian. He's not a great actor. No, he's not. Because I wasn't he's convinced. He's charming. Because there's that bit where he, he is charming. That's not the... Yeah. We yeah. Talk, Anthony Mackie, we had this conversation. Because yeah. yeah. he comes on up and tries. We're supposed to feel scared, like he's going to turn on Han. I wasn't scared for a fraction of a no, moment. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> Ellie, you, it was your first watch. Was it you going, no, I wasn't worried about it? I wasn't scared. No. no. He's like... He's like it's kind of like he's doing that like cross arms going, hmm. Yeah. Why are you no good <laughs> slimy double crossing? I'm so mad at you. It's like me being angry at someone. Like It's just not, it's just not believable. Ain't you a stinker? They yeah. embrace and he goes, how you doing, you old pirate? And we found out the Falcon used to be Lando's. And we find out that Lando, uh, he's met Leia within 15 seconds. He's hitting on her. He is. He is. Everybody's hitting on her. Everybody's hitting on her. She's the only woman in Star Wars. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, 3PO goes for a walk. He finds his rude twin. And then moments later, he goes in, sees something we don't see off camera, and he gets shot. He does, yeah. And only Chewie notices. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a clear class divide between the humans and the not humans in this in this group. They yeah. really should check Droids their privilege. never had yeah. rights, to be fair. Ellie. At this point, I felt sorry for C-3PO. So we have this little moment where we feel sorry for C-3PO, which is just like that little moment where we all felt sorry for Ethan. So it didn't last very long. (laughs) Exactly. Just Poor more reason. comparisons. Well let's, well, let's break it down. Uh, C3PO does tend to come in with some what he thinks are interesting helps to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to make the connection. Everybody just started laughing. <laughs> pain. So <total> pain. <laughs> it's all right, Ethan. I'll be judge our binks. There you go. Um, back to uh, Dagobah. Yoda continues to try and talk Luke out of it. He's probably not going to change his mind because he's in his flight suit. Yeah. Now Ben shows up and says he doesn't know whether they're alive or not they might already be dead he says you'll also be tempted by the dark side if you choose the quick and easy path as vader did you'll become an agent of evil i don't think there's any spoilers to say this i don't think he took the easy path i don't think anakin's path was quick or easy no. <laughs> i think actually it's, it's quite, quite a drawn-out process yeah it's, it's literally maggoty. 10 years yeah. <laughs> so i'm like yeah i'm not buying the six no. the six episode thing here um <laughs> luke promises to return kenobi says that boy was our last hope and we hear no there is another another. yoda says and doesn't tell us i don't know how ben doesn't know this because if you think about it he does know it ends no but he goes that was our last hope and no if if you why does yoda have to say no there's another yeah i think no i think it's in the thing i don't think ben knows that leia's force sensitive this is this is crap um ellie do you want to go ahead and say your spoiler now but you know Leia is Luke's sister. <laughs> hey, what? Sister. What? Whoa. what? No. 
right. But they kiss. I know. Act, act surprised next episode when we do, when we do the reveal. <laughs> if it's a year from now or whenever it is. Oh, my God. Exactly. We'll, 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 we'll just harvest that clip in there. <laughs> um, and so Chewie rescues C-3PO's parts from scrap. I'm sorry. He comes off all whiny. He does. Like, you're a Wookiee. Like, tear them up. Like, remember when he was losing a game of chess yeah, in the yeah. first film? And it was like, yeah. if you lose to a Wookiee, he pulls your arms off. Where was this guy? He's like, stop <laughs> it. Like, Give it back. They're playing like, keep he away. He's like, no. He spent too much time with Luke. Oh, yeah. yeah. He spent too much time with whiny yeah. Luke. That's right. Yeah. Three years with a guy like that. Would oh. And so um, then we have uh, refreshments that are going to be promised by uh, Lando. And on the way, he like, gives like his story. Well, how do you guys don't take my empire? Well, they leave us alone. Well, what about the guilds? We're too small for them to notice. He goes, As a matter of fact, I've just made a deal that'll guarantee we're out of everybody's hair forever. Oh, well, how's that? Open door. Yeah. Why do you even do this? Is this because we need to actually understand that Lando's telling the truth here, that this is the deal he's made? Yeah. I think. I think it's also because he, he thinks he's cool doing it. And why is it the down? audience needs us. Sorry, the audience. The film needs the audience to forgive Lando by the end. I f- I it has to happen. I forgive him anyway, because when you see him... Well, I know. It's, I'm, I'm, the question I'm asking... Oh. We'll get to the end. We'll talk about oh, do you forgive okay, him. Okay. But I think the story's part of it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's understanding the bind he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, refreshments apparently are hanging out with Vader and Boba Fett, who are in this like just like conference room. It's really it's strange. I love this same Vader's just sat down in a chair. <laughs> he's like, Boba Fett, hey, like, he's, such, he's so dramatic. He's like, okay, if I sit at the head of the table and I come in, what do I say? What do I say? We'd be honored to have you. Yes. Oh yeah, that that'll that'll get them. Uh, and we found that the Empire arrived right before Han did, and they set this whole thing up. Um, to which point, why do you go through the charade of the first hour? God, knows. that they're sitting there, like yeah, just yeah. just have they get off the ship as soon as they hug. There's a blaster to Han's head. Done. Yeah. Stra- I wondered why we went through the charade of the first hour as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chewie in prison, and he's holding three PO's head, and it was like that scene from Hamlet where he grabs the skull and goes, "Alas, poor." York, I, I knew, knew him, him well, exactly, too. and it was like, except for he's going. You do it. There we go. He was doing that. Uh, apparently, you can just plug the pieces back together, and it's that easy. Just like that. And just like all that. them exposing was. Yep. None of it matters. No, nope. they just connect themselves. Just, just it's not about. It, yeah, it's just like a USB. Just make sure you get it the right. It's just forwards or backwards. It's the only issue. <laughs> it worked when he had his head backwards anyway, so it doesn't yep. really matter. Mm. Han is being tortured by Vader. Lando doesn't like the deal. What is the torture with? Because I never understood this. Because he says he, he, he never needs him to, any questions. He needs him to feel in pain, so Luke will be triggered by it. Oh, okay. So when Luke sees the future, it's this. Oh, I see. I see. So um, cool. Han is eventually thrown in and brought in and thrown to the floor of the prison. It's a co-ed prison. Wasn't expecting that. No. <laughs> all of a sudden, Leia comes in. I'm like, cool. Very progressive. Yeah. Space equality. We're, sure. all, we're all being punished <laughs> equally. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, Lando lays out the rules and goes, look, here's the deal. And he goes, look, I got my own problems. And Hans goes, yeah, you're a real hero. I, I, at this point, I'm going, yeah, I think I kind of understand where Lando's coming well, from. Yeah, he had no other choices. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, 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 people to think about. it's kind of like the, the, the train trolley experiment, isn't it? I can screw over five people and it sucks for those five people, but I can save the entirety of my own people. Yeah. Or do I expose all of them just to save these five? Yeah, it just doesn't seem logical. So yeah, I mean, I think if you're if you're a bit more, he's I, literally a mayor of an entire like 
place. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. administrator of some sort of or title he's got. Yeah. 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 In Cloud City, like I think he says make something called Tabanagas, which is like very volatile. So if it's not coordinated, then boom, explosions and death. So the plan is they're going to freeze Luke, but they're like, well, we, we can't have him be killed. So yeah. we're going to test it on, on Han. And if he dies, Boba Fett will be compensated. Yeah, the Empire will pay for it. <laughs> I don't think I believe a word. No. <laughs> uh, well, the deal che- keeps changing. Yeah. Oh, che- oh, Chewie yeah. throws two guys off of a platform, and Han's like, stop it, don't do it, don't do it, don't this do it. This made me cry as a kid. I was so invested in um, Han and Chewbacca that he calms him down. So even though he's going into the carbonite, he's, he's like, no, leave it, okay. we'll sort it. And that really t- touched me as a kid. Ellie, did you cry at this point in the movie? No. Unless it was the fact well, that it was maybe, still going maybe on. Maybe from a different way. But. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I was a child. So there's a big emotional kiss and, the, the, you know, you know, they're, they're on again, off again, oh, fighting, yeah, flirting yeah, thing yeah, worked. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, I love you. Oh, and he goes, I know. I know. <laughs> what a dick. Ad lib. Yeah. It? This originally was supposed to be him saying, I love you too, but Harrison Ford was like, that's not Han's character. No, so it's he, like, not. It's yeah, a great he workshopped line. it with it Lawrence Kasdan yeah, the yeah. entire time. I, yeah. I, it works. Yeah, we're, it's totally. It's one of those memorable lines from it's this film. Funny, yeah, always, but it's also it. you can get little pin badges of it because I've seen. Yeah, it. I've seen his and hers tails, and like, kind of want that. Han gets frozen. It's successful. He looks like a giant trading card. He does like a three D trading card. He's coming out of it, and they drop him <laughs> flat. And how he doesn't shatter? Yeah. It's a good thing. They're not gentle with They're it. No, are they? They're Isn't really confident. A Lego Han in carbonite. It's a Lego Han in carbonite to go into my Lego Slave One right above me. All right. What does Lando then do to it? He does something. I don't he, know what it is. He, he checks the, the pulse. He, I no, thought, no, I thought no. he, he changes he, some settings. He changes the settings. I think it's just to see the heart monitor to okay. he's alive. You know? maybe, he's just, maybe he's just tweaking and looking at different I readings. I felt like he was yeah. doing something to yeah, get too. him out of it. Don't know. Uh, he's alive and in perfect hibernation, and Leia and Chewie are now going to go with Vader. Not by their own choice, but Vader's changing the, the nature <laughs> yeah, of the deal. Changing it, yeah. It's a bit of a shootout because Luke has shown up. Uh, at first, I want to know what's going through his head because he just sees everybody, a bunch of people who he doesn't know. We know who they are. He doesn't, <laughs> yeah. including Han in like this like trading card format, just floating. <laughs> floating. But I'm like, you would have no. Oh, I must be Han. Like you have no idea. No. But sure enough, they start a bit of a of a shootout, and Leia tells Luke it's a trap, and it's then a trap. he instantly goes cool, and then walks right into it. Yeah. <laughs> And we hear a soft hum of the engine room. I thought it was a lightsaber sound, but it must have just been the engine room, and he just sort of goes in there. And he kind of drops down into this thing, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just like... Like, there's no real... Ge- the, the geography of how this place works is yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, isn't it? That would never work. <laughs> uh, Landovan turns on the Empire, because he's a gambler, I guess. Uh, he frees all the good characters, and Chewie almost kills him. And it was very reminiscent to me. He's choking him. It felt like the scene in Trading Places. Reddy Murphy's going, it was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. <laughs> it was. Um, although this came first, I suppose, then. It did. Yeah. And um, Boba Fett has Han put in the cargo hold. I was wanting to say this is the way. <laughs> Over there. This is the way. <laughs> this is the May. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Uh, uh, Luke, Luke and Vader are fighting some more. And by that, I mean, oh, sorry. There was a, a, a lightsaber fight that started. Yeah. And this is iconic, though. I remember this very just, well. It, it's very dark, and you just it's see the, the lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well done. So. I felt like this lightsaber sequence was similar to the flying sequence in the first movie. That went on for too long? Oh, it's a f- yeah. oh, okay. It does go on a while, this duel. And why do the lightsabers go through some things easily and not through anything else? <laughs> I don't get that. That's a great question. <laughs> um, 
and then we've got Luke and Vader fighting some more. Well, actually, I mean, Luke is mainly jumping around while his form is being commented on. Impressive. <laughs> oh, most impressive. I give it a 10. <laughs> to be fair, I think if I was watching my son, I'd probably do the same to try and uh, get him to my side. Uh, Good job, son. <laughs> he does briefly get the upper hand and kicks him down, or Vader falls uh, off a platform. And he just chills he? out and goes down the corridor and opens around. <laughs> and by the time he's, he kind of just lets Vader come back to him, yeah. he's not really in a, in a hurry. But the um, music stops, it's so awkward. Yeah. Um, and so, like, let's. What should we do? Let's move to a new set location. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, so Vader beats up Luke with some props through telekinesis that are definitely not made of foam. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a kid, I knew that. The window shatters, which is required in one of every two Star Wars movies ever made. I don't this know if you knew this or not. Thing I don't understand. Right? It sucks him out. Yeah, Luke. Right? Out. Like, yeah, and Vader yeah. slosh. Um, he's got experience with shattered windows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's sort of shielding himself, trying to sort of hold. Yeah. And then he just walks over like that's never there. Well, there's only so much, you know. <laughs> this was Mark Hamill's only stunt that he didn't do. Oh, really? It was what going flying out the window? Out the window yeah, okay. everything else he did. Lando then frees the city because uh, he found that the security codes have changed. So he's like, "All right, I need to get out." He tells him, "Empire's taken over. I'm leaving." <laughs> Every man for himself. You may as well do likewise. Yeah. Uh, R2-D2 gets zapped uh, trying to break into it. Uh, he's trying to hack it, but talks about the hyperdrive on the Falcon being damaged again. Like, it's been damaged the whole movie, dude. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they fixed it, but it still hasn't worked yet. Uh, he then opens the doors that were supposed to be locked, and there's another dogfight in front of the Falcon, but they managed to get on and escape. Back to the final part of the fight between Luke and uh, Vader, and they fight on a bridge where there's a giant fall on each side, which is required in every Star Wars movie. (laughs) Absolutely. It's part of the aesthetic. It just is. Uh, Luke finds himself with a losing hand. (laughs) That was a cut above the rest. That was a cut above the rest. (laughs) Nice. It's one off the rest. Are lightsabers hot? Yes, Yes. they can cauterize. Okay, that that was my question. Yeah. Yeah. Because what are they made of? What is a lightsaber? Like pure light and energy. Love. (laughs) (laughs) this hurt this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you <laughs> uh vader tries to lure luke and goes join the dark side we've got ping pong <laughs> and he's like no i'll never join the dark side uh and he goes and then we get the, the thing you know the, the reveal did obi-wan tell you the truth which you heard off the top to tell you about your father he told me enough he told me you killed him he goes no I am your father. father. And it's not Luke, I am your father. Everybody right. thinks it's that. It's one of those yeah. Mandela People effect things. People replying to the tweet today said, Luke, I'm your father. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, and so the original script did not say this. Yeah. The original oh. script said, Obi-Wan killed your father. Oh. And only three people knew that it wasn't. Yeah. That's much more powerful as Was... a statement. No, the idea that the guy you're fighting is your dad. Can I guess the three people? Mm. Well, it's yeah. going to be pretty obvious, but go for it. Lucas, obviously. Yep. Because he wrote yep. it. Yep. Uh, Hamill, because he had to understand this scene. Yep. And um, David Prowse. No. no David, David no. Prowse delivered the Obi-Wan killed your father line. It was Lawrence Kasdan. Oh, the director. Oh, was yeah. it? James oh. Earl Jones gets smartened up when it's time to record it. Oh, okay. But yeah. as the, So they told Luke, you need to be reacting to this, not to Obi-Wan, but to the idea that vader is your father you need to make sure you understand that and they went there's three people who know this so if it gets out 
it ain't going to be Lucas, and it ain't going to be Kirshner. So if it gets out, and we're talking, if it gets out to Ford, or if it gets to Hamill, not Hamill, uh, Carrie Fisher, we know it's you. So you got to <laughs> sit on this for like nine months. He didn't even so. tell his wife. No. And they're in the premiere. Yeah. And he's sitting next to Harrison <laughs> Ford. And he says it. And he turns to her and goes, all right, good. Yeah. He didn't fucking tell me. Yeah, that. that's it. That's <laughs> it. Ford just flat out calls him out on it at the premiere. Well, I was under the impression the reason David Prowse fell out with um, Lucas was because of this line. Didn't know. What? He just got upset just because he wasn't the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so that was it. Um, I guess James Earl Jones would eventually be the fourth, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fourth. <laughs> May the fourth. Uh, yeah. Luke falls like he's in the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> he does. Jeez. How, like, so I, I want to know the geography of this station. It makes no sense. He's doing my favorite thing, fool. My favorite thing in, like, homemade movies, and when you have someone try and fall from a height, and they, you purposely shrink them, it looks so corny then. It looks so corny yeah. now. Uh, we didn't mention the world's worst. Nah! Yeah. Which, happened, which james earl jones would later say hold my beer i'm gonna have a crack at that in another movie later on uh, but he hangs from an antenna at the bottom of the world and luke calls out to leia and this is where we get some terrible cross cutting which again would only be beaten by like episode nine yeah. when they start doing more of the same but leia hear me leia luke save me leia she goes we have to go back why? We, just trust me, we do. Okay. So when did, does he know now that that's his sister? No. He so discovers why that does he know sex. he can talk to her? He's just calling out for anyone. But he is. No, he's, he's not. He's her. calling out for Leia specifically. I know, but like he was, he he starts with Ben, Ben, and then he he goes to Leia. Because he so, knows he can talk to yeah. Ben. Yeah. He's going through his contacts. Why would your next, contacts, would your next just jump be be Leia unless you didn't even subconsciously know that she is also Force, whatever the word Sensitive. is? Sensitive. It just seems That's weird. I mean, the Falcon with the save because no one's watching it now. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. well, they left. Oh well. <laughs> Let's go debrief. Should we watch? Nah. <laughs> totally easy. Until they go to leave. And then there's one last dogfight between them and more things. The Empire's deactivated the hyperdrive, but R2-D2 and the audience already do that. And Luke, we hear, we see Vader going, Luke, and he goes, Father. It's like, you're taking it really well, because they're like, no. And they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, like, yeah, Dad, what's up? He's, <laughs> it, he's processed it, and he's okay with it. He's got the family group chat oh, already. Got Leia, got Vader. Come with me. Then he goes, Ben, why didn't you tell me? And Ben's away from his keyboard right now. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he is AFK. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now if you uh, leave a message. Uh, R2 fixes the hyperdrive, and they're gone. And we have the coda. Lando's going to go look for Han. Luke has a new hand that looks just like a hand. Exactly the same. He's a hando Calrissian, if you will. And uh, they look out at the cosmos. It's a beautiful final shot. And it's yeah. one that they ape in, in prequels and sequels afterwards. Yeah, it's it's nice. a beautiful final shot. It is, yeah. And then we get the... <laughs> and Ellie went, no, I want more. <laughs> More, more Star Wars. How did you like it? How, How did you, you like, like it? it? So, uh, I, I think we know the answer to that. So, um, that was The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, and uh, Liam, you and I were in this conversation a bit. I forgot how slow the first two thirds of this movie so are. So did I. But third act's great. Yeah. First two uh, thirds. I know why people love it so slow. much. 
It's Pardon that me? last five minutes. I think people love it because of the beta review. Everything from the time they show up at Cloud City, it gets better. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gets better. And you always end on that note. That's like the usual suspects. You, you, yep. let, you end on that note when you remember that note. Yeah, yeah. So it's I think you remember it's it why better. everybody went nuts about Rogue One. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not a fan of Rogue One, but the last five minutes are kick-ass. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> That's the thing. And you leave it and everyone goes, how is it? Oh, it's amazing. And then yeah, yeah. talk about the two hours before <laughs> no. it, just the last five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so such is. Yeah. Uh, Ellie, trust me, you will be such a big fan by the time this that you, we, we get to that. So that Huge will be good. Fan. Oh, yeah. After the three films you're going to see before then. Ooh, ooh. Oh, fantastic. Oh, five? Yeah. No, five. It's five, yeah? Yeah. So yeah. good stuff. Uh, so yeah. six, six. All right, we're just, we're just adding numbers now. So <laughs> eighty-two. Eighty-two sounds no. <laughs> so uh, Ethan, do you well, let's go ahead and hit the button here? We're in the end game now, and we are on the end game now. Ethan, you're the guy who did the kind of context, so you're responsible for the money. So I don't know if you you were saying I'm not allowed to play the money game, Ethan. You're supposed to be doing the money game. Yeah. Oh, I can definitely do the money game if you guys want because okay. I had it on a list. So we'll stall for a minute and kind of cantina style and kind of go. Yeah. So Georgia, <laughs> so no, no, no Jawa count. Was there anything that sort of took over that cuteness factor for you in this film? No. This one feels the a bit at-hats. more. This one feels more. You like the at This one. You're not going to are you? <laughs> this one feels more adult than the first one. The first oh, one. Oh, darker. They did that on purpose. Like, of, uh, uh, of Kirshner and all the others were like, we want it to be adult and dark to. to be the difference between fantasy you know like hype and stuff you do know we're doing this to, to like build sell time for you to look this up right oh i yeah. got my stuff okay, so, then that's a, so yeah. we're, back, we're back with ethan then ethan Hi talk guys. to us about the money buddy different so it had a budget of 33 million and that's including the six and a half million that you know they had like, to add because the shining yep. destroyed them yep so i want to guess how much this made 300 uh 420 250 <laughs> Like two fifty. Guys are very low. Five hundred and fifty million. I, the hard, I, I think scared. the hard part is it's nineteen eighty two dollars. So yeah, we're all yeah. going inflation will be low, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're trying to take away. Yeah, I thought I, I was really gonna go two eighty and I thought I'll up at the three. Because I just thought, yeah, why not? I don't know. I, I almost said 550 and then went, no. And then knocked off 300. I don't know if this thing won any awards, Ethan. Do we have any? Uh, it won uh, Best Sound and Special Close. Achievement Academy Award at the Oscars of okay. that year. Uh, and it just got nominated for, um, you know, art direction and score. Uh, we know the legacy. It continues It continues a legacy and goes on. And it kind of, it, it's pretty much spoken of as the best star wars movie ever made so ellie i got news for you it's all downhill from here they would say yeah. <laughs> um well i would like to weigh in on that and say that i preferred the first oh, i'm gonna ask you that at the end but yeah. you've tipped your hand a little bit whose story is it it's luke's i guess isn't it or is yeah. it yeah yeah where's well, three stories which is well, the got, thing yeah you got does leia story. have a story no She's but han does han does han, han luke and han yeah, both yeah, have stories yeah, yeah. You could Vader, kind of. Who? Vader, kind of. Oh, I don't know. I think he's just an antagonist. It yeah. focuses on him a lot. It does. It does. It's yeah. it, it's 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 and the movie. Well, number three really focuses and on. And I talk about yeah. his backstory more. But yeah, yeah. I think three's more his story. Yeah, yeah. Three's more his. <laughs> well, they went, remember all that adult stuff we did in two? Yeah, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dial it all the way back, like the Star Wars. No, before younger. 
younger. Are there Jawas in that one? There's not Jawas, but there's definitely an attempt to, to, to win your heart. I'll put it that way. So, <laughs> is that the, the little the Ewoks? The teddy bears, yes. The thing is, though... When did, when did the third one come out? Because I remember that... 83. Yeah. Oh, it would have been three. 79, 81, 83, is that right? Oh, well, I must 77, have, I must 80, 83. Oh, three years between each one, okay. Yeah. I remember the big... I remember the hype for Jedi. Don't know. Understandably. Yeah, but I was three. Well, <laughs> it probably remember? lasted a couple of years. Yeah, well, yeah, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The toys and stuff were definitely... I mean, I don't remember... We I don't kids. remember... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't in England yet in 83, but I remember I got a bunch of toys for Star Wars yeah, when I lived I in England, and that was in 84, 85. Yeah. So there's that. Um, let's go ahead and talk about... I mean, what is the story here? Patience? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Failure? Patience. Have a little... They make, they make you patience. learn that by being over two hours long. No, I did not have much patience for this film. You didn't, no. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I uh, I remember this film better than what I've just watched it. Yeah, me that's too. that's the thing. Me it's too. a nostalgia thing. With I film, think you know? that last act, but it's, especially the last what, fifteen minutes, is what saves it is the part. It's the only part you remember. Yeah, I think there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of filler. There is the beginning. There? The beginning probably. Yeah, hour and a half of this dragged like anything. I, I, I'm okay with them like rescuing Luke from like the in the Tauntaun and all that stuff. That yeah. was a that's a fun intro. That's fine. You have to have an introductory thing. Yeah, I think the life got sucked out of it. I don't think they had enough story beats. No. So what what, what was this film trying to do? It was trying to go. Luke has to train. So we need to set up, set up Yoda, establish him, and do the training sequence with the fear of he might go to the dark side. The training went long. We enough. also have to. In that same breath, we have to establish this romance between Han and Leia, which was a Why bit of an abrupt turn. That? Yeah, but it's like they needed more to do because they just kept coming back to the romance, and I'm like, and just put them in a, a bit of peril, have them forced into a situation, have them in a bit of peril. It was like the world's worst road trip movie. Yeah, and, yeah. and there was no there was no change from um, Luke because he's all for her. Yep, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Yeah. It was like there was no in-between. I remember we watched some Like It Hot, and there was the bit where um, Jack Lemmon's character just gives up on Marilyn Monroe when they get to Florida. And it kind of felt like that. I'm like, you know, he gets the kiss, kind of puts his hand, and goes, I won, oh, yeah. and he's done. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. He's like, kind of want to play the field. Does he have any romantic interest in the rest of the film? No, there's only one woman in Star Wars, but he doesn't want Leia. <laughs> because it's, it's going like to get you awkward. said at the beginning of this, you're like, oh, I remember this from the Super Star Wars, like, that level. I think many people have so many, they ha- like recognize uh, like these it's iconic- images. Yeah, it they is. go. Oh, oh, that's cool. Snapshots. Oh, Yoda. That's the cool. Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's that thing, and they go. Oh, he said, "I'm, I'm your father." That, 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 that's good. I think the visuals are. If you take a, a picture in your head of the key moments in this film, Vader, <laughs> Vader at the boardroom table. <laughs> uh, you have the fight with the, two, with, with the two things. You have the bit where Vader sticks his hand out to say, "Join me, and we'll rule the galaxy." Yeah. Yeah. Luke sort of hanging off that thing. Him landing in Dagobah using Yoda as a backpack. Yeah, you know what I mean? all like, these the images by themselves and you're like dark dark they, room with them playing yeah with sword fight they look really really yeah. cool yeah and then the minute you have to go okay but that's one snapshot of actually a pretty pedestrian it's a really slowly it's a really slowly paced film yeah really slowly paced mm-hmm. film um so let's talk i mean uh, let's start with georgia and ellie on this one roll of women not very good <laughs> Not very good. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Leia is pretty kick-ass. Yeah, but in the same breath, she's but she's the only female. She's sexually. I don't like Leia in this film at all. There are a lot of women as extras, but they're extras. They have no dialogue. There's nothing. Yeah, we can't. And I think some stormtroopers are women as well. Because the way they walked in this. Okay, (laughs) just saying. She Uh, gets. It's basically like there's 
she gets like groped, but also then she just straight up kisses Luke without with with no warning, yeah. and like there's. She's not. She's, she's all she's over the not, place, and she's sexually yeah. harassed. And like, yeah. he gets the girl. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's not great. Which is like, sexually harassed really badly, and then suddenly just goes, oh, "I love him so there much. Is, it's so great now, that he's kissing me." I'll give him this. There felt like a sexual energy from that first conversation in the corridor. Yeah, they did. It doesn't excuse it, but at least <sighs> she really doesn't want him to go, does she? No. So, and it's for it is for the reasons he says. You've got feelings. We didn't, I'm gonna gloss over it. You've got feelings for me. Just admit it, and yeah, she won't. She won't and so he's trying to force her into admitting it, and it, it does work. Force, but um, it's it, it's. From it's the just, universe it's perspective, icky. It's, it's icky to watch. It's like from the universe yeah. perspective, it's three. It's been three years, and the the content between well, it has it been three it. years in the in the universe. Yeah, has it? It's been three yeah. years between releases. I mean, it's been three years. Uh, yeah, from they, they, it's three years after, okay, so they spent, they've all spent three years. But th- they never say that in the film. You have to know that because you've seen additional content or you've read stuff or you've seen. Okay, Luke hang on. I just asked you this question: if it's been three years in the film or not? Yeah, it has. How do you know? Because they establish it. Like with Lucas ad- writes it in his with, script with the additional content in the in his script as a filmmaker, as a film, <laughs> Ethan, as yeah. a film viewer. That's not. Howl's moving castle this again. Oh, no, I know, I know. Film, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not finished yet. As Ooh, a viewer, fight. am I given access to this information or is it hidden from me? No, and I'm okay, using that as the reason it's bad. I'm literally, I'm okay, agreeing. Okay, okay. I'm about to agree with you. In the universe, it's three years, but you can only know that if you read the script or the additional information. So you call the Wikipedia gauge, article. Yeah. <laughs> you can't gauge, oh, they've, they've, they've spent three years together, therefore they'd have feelings. You just see the end you don't yeah. go from a you know, to b you go from a to z you know there's been some time past we don't know what yeah. it is yeah yeah and so i mean i was okay with it but i mean and it really made sure like second scene romantic thing foreshadow round that but yeah i don't think she's a very uh, for, for what my money's worth no she's not she's not a good no, forget that just the idea that it's not great female representation in the film as a whole no no, no, no. Okay. so next part up would be our best character favorite character it can be an old one it can be a, retur- a, a, a returning favorite or it can be a new character liam what you got mine come as a pair oh, i've always come as a pair I've always loved trash Han. bag and dustbin or whatever it was. <laughs> trash can. Trash can. I've always loved. Don't Han upset Solo. him. <laughs> I've always loved Han Solo and Chewbacca as a duo. I've never seen. Oh, you really this. don't think they're separate in this one? No. Oh, okay. I see, I see him as a duo. I said to you before, as a child, that bit, that moment where they have together, and he's genuine when he loses him. Yes. So I see them as a duo. All right, fair enough. Uh, Ellie. Um. I'm, I've gone with Lando because he's the only one that didn't piss me off in some kind of major way. Right? I just love his name. Lando it is. <laughs> uh, Ethan? Yoda, because it's Yoda. I like him. <sighs> I, enjoy, I enjoy all his scenes. It's Yoda. He's sinister. Georgia? <laughs> My favourite past character is the Jawas. Um, <laughs> I don't like that they're not in this one. Um, I like... <laughs> I don't really like anyone. No one is my favorite character. All right. No, right? Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sitting here going, I'm having the same struggle as you are. I'm going to go Lando by default because when yeah, he shows up, it. when he shows up, the film picks up. Oh, yeah. And he is a breath of fresh air. And what was, I think, a bit of a stale, I forgot a bit. It was a really stale second act. 
Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a really, really st- What are we going to do? Have him land on a flipping rock and just flirt. <laughs> it was crazy. And what's Luke going to do? Well, Luke's stuff was marginally better because you had the whole Yoda thing. But when you're going to bounce back and forth to the adventures of Han and Leia sitting still on an asteroid, that's a long movie. There was no need for that bit. <sighs> well, Especially because they had nothing else to do, do though. No. You no. had to have you something to split well. that up. Yeah. But the dialogue in this is kind of wank you just could have <laughs> put him on a planet yeah put him hiding out on a planet let him go to a let him go to a cantina and have a conversation you just described the plot of episode two i hope you know that well that's fine yeah there we are. not that kind of plan i don't need that I, I i need like just let him not on a mission just let him go to a planet and just hide out that's yeah. episode two <laughs> i don't know anyway i just didn't feel like luke had enough training either because one minute he's oh, like sorry i was confusing too late Halfway through your halfway through your Jedi training, uh, you've learned to do a handstand and move some rocks. So yeah, that's, that's, that's all I've me. learned. I felt like you should have been there longer. But anyway. favorite moment, favorite scene, favorite element, stuff like that. Uh, my favorite moment, obviously, is the the carbonite bit where. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that that emotionally affected me as a kid. So, so we'll do that, that whole scene. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. From the chewy and the no until the yeah, I love you, I know yeah, to the carbonite. Yeah. Okay, yeah, very that cool. Whole scene, yeah. Good moment. Powerful. Made, yeah. It made you cry. It did. Ellie. Um, I didn't have any favourite scenes, so I've gone for a favourite element and gone for the music because the score in this is fantastic. It is brilliant. Mm-hmm. You can never go wrong with John Williams. No that is yeah. definitely a positive to this film. Very strong, and isn't it? <laughs> Debbie said to me, actually, um, just just focus on the music and it makes it all better. Wow. I did not know <laughs> Debbie was down on Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's actually watched the films properly, but she's very she loves with the music. Debbie loves film music as much as anybody School, else I know. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ethan. Uh, I am gonna go with an element. Uh, I'm. I just love how the practical effects look. I think it's done really well. And Yoda is an amazing feat of. I think it's a six-person team to make him move like that. I really like it. I think it's done well. And Georgia. Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing with Ethan, but uh, wording it differently. I love how crappy the puppets look <laughs> <laughs> because they do. There's a they charm. Look, there is it a is charm. a charm to how it's crappy. Like, cute. so Ellie I, probably I, hated it. That's why I didn't like them. <laughs> yeah, it's because charming. they had charm yeah, and they it. looked shit. Yeah. I'd rather see that than I would the CGI. I'm, I'm 100 percent with you. You know, because at least like, someone made the big that. Yeti. Yeah. The big Yeti the big Yeti's is so great. awful, yeah. Yeah. and like the, the arm the that swipes, swipes Luke off of the like off of his horse thing yeah. is so fake, but it, it, it makes me really happy. I love the stop motion for for the Tauntauns too. It's I, like it's so crap now, but I think it's cute. Um, for mine, yeah, go for it. I'm gonna go for it's permeated pop culture. It might have a Mandela effect to it, but. No, I am your father. Yeah, is that how massive is that? It became the trope. It's huge. been ripped off by soap operas. It's been ripped <laughs> off by a million movies. Yeah. The idea that you know the villain is the father of the son, who's the hero. It, it's such a, and I imagine it completely blew people's minds when it happened. Yeah, and so uh, the the shift that does for the series as a whole. It's fu- it's weird because you only get to watch this once now. Ellie, were you aware of this? Had this been I spoiled? Was, ah, yeah. and it's so hard to actually watch this now and not have that spoiled. It is, yeah. I, I was just going to say as well um, that I don't know if you guys were had were all kind of watching this the first time you watched it, not knowing about it. But when I saw that scene, I was so underwhelmed. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know, but again, I was four, and I was like, oh my god, cinema! I think cinema. it's, I think it's supposed to be like a remember. Fight Club moment. I don't I don't remember the first I, time I watched I it, so I, I don't have an answer to that. I Georgia? Don't. 
I need I need to talk to my sister really because she very recently watched all of them, but she watched them in number order, not in release order. Sequential order. Yeah. So, so she would she, so she would know the answer to this at this point. She would. Yeah. So she she yeah, saw the story she, of Anakin, not the story. She of Anakin. loved. She re- really really loved Anakin, and so when she found out that Anakin was Darth Vader, she was devastated, like completely distraught. She was like, "I really like Anakin. He's really great." Uh, okay. But the posters gave it away back Darth in the day. Vader. Well, because the expectation, if you look carefully enough, but she wouldn't look to the poster, would she? Oh, okay. It's just next movie up. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to give her first crack at this. Ellie, a grumble. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, this, you know what? I don't even have anything that specific. So it's probably a bit disappointing to put me first. But I don't know who I find more irritating in this film. I hate Yoda. I hate Chewie. I hate C-3PO. <gasps> and bearing in mind last time I said C-3PO was probably my favorite character because I found the others really annoying. Okay. Um, I, I just really, really hated all of the characters. Is, is there a most improved character from number one to number two in your eyes? Um, maybe Luke. Okay. Like, there wasn't anything in this film where I was like, God, that's really bad acting. And that was what I felt about him in the first film. They didn't give him as much to do in this one. Well, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> that no is pretty terrible. Yeah. Um. All right. Oh, yeah, it was. Liam. I'd already given up by that point, to be quite honest. <laughs> I've already mentioned the CGI, so I won't mention that again. It's... Um, it's the, the the love scenes between um, Leia and Luke at the beginning. That was bad. Uh, yeah, I didn't, you're going to be great when we do the prequels. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, the, that made him out to be a, a, like a love interest, and then that just doesn't. And because of their brother and sister, but it's just like oh, Luke and Leia. Yeah, Luke. Sorry, and Leia. yeah, yeah. It's just, and then there's it just, it just there's no in between. Nah, it was there's it was jarring. No, yeah. yeah, and I think what point did Lucas go? I'm going to have that. Oh, no, I'm going to change that to that. It was, there's a, a clear shift. I think it's because Han was the more popular character. I think so, After too. the first film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, make it clear. Make it a reason. Make Because it- I think it's clear in A New Hope that Luke's chivalrous ways are beating the non-chivalrous ways of Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. that's my grumble. Uh, Ethan. Han Solo is not aged well in how he acts towards Leia, and it just doesn't make me like his character that much. And also because it's so unexplained of this massive time gap that it's like, oh, yeah, she's just okay with it. It's slow and meandering with that whole thing between them two because it's just so it's, – it's out of left field. And then it just continues slowly for the rest of the film. They needed and it's some, not done well. They needed something else to do in Act 2 besides yeah. just – They did, yeah. Besides just, just have these moments. Them back. Just say they're a oh, – I don't want to watch an hour of no. Luke training. <laughs> well, no, but there must have been something else, yeah. you know. Uh, Georgia. Uh, yeah, mine is the length of the film. For the length that this film is, there should have at least been three Jawa sightings, <laughs> and, and there were none. So, uh, yeah, too oh. too long with not enough content and not enough Jawas. Okay, uh, I'm going to go story. I'm going to go it, the second act. The second, it's it's a long film. It's a long film until you get to Cloud City, and then it picks up. And Cloud City's great. Yeah, almost everything in Cloud City. You know, you get evil C the, the evil versus CPO. He disappears. Is oh, what happened there? Everything doesn't seem to be exactly what it is no one will tell lando what's happened is because they don't trust him fully yeah. it's really really interesting once you get something new 
but they spent too long. They split up the characters we like so much and then didn't add any of our characters from the play. Like, Luke had some new characters to play with, the Yoda. Yeah. But everybody else is just stuck on a ship, not having anything new to do. No. And you've got C-3PO and Han trying to do the comedy between the two. And that's 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 rough. <laughs> that is pretty rough. So, act two. Act two. It's just a poorly paced film. Um, the, the third act is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the second act is atrocious, and the first act's not the strongest. No, no, first no. First act's but okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But act two is really rough. Mm-hmm. I agree. Especially the stuff with, with, with the Falcon. It's so much I forgot. Yeah. Because you know? it, it's forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, what happened? Well, we just... Like, <laughs> wait for get episode eight. I'll trash that. It's eligible. So we will be trashing it on this podcast. Wow. Last Jedi is eligible. I read it. Imagine that. that. I didn't think it would be. No, it's a, it's eighty nine. It is. It's very high. Um. So I next up, we've got. Uh, is this anybody's best role ever? No. Well, the thing is with Mark Hamill, he does a lot of voice it's, work. It's Carrie Fisher's best role ever. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably Luke Hamill's best role ever. Uh, is this? Which one's the best? Ethan for him as Luke Skywalker. Three. I say the Last Jedi. I. Yeah. Last Jedi. No, I think no. he has the most range in that film. No, I agree with you. I mean, drinking some green milk is is some good acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was blue milk. A oh, blue milk of the original three. That's no, it's, 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 it's green. It's green and it's green and lost. Okay, of, of, of the original three. Of the original three. Uh, yeah, of, of the original trilogy. Which one's Luke the best in? Return of the Jedi, without a doubt. Yeah, okay. he yeah. has the most stoic. Arc, I think it's his completion. It, it is. is good. Yeah. He gets he gets to give some good speeches, and he's found patience. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. a little patience. patience. That's for all the British people because the North Americans have no clue what that is. <laughs> um, and then um, I guess that's. I mean, James Earl Jones is on a million things. Oh loads. Yeah. Hell, so. he's better in like the four seconds he's in. Um, like any other film but you know what he's not better in that's coming to america <laughs> that's coming to america our most recent theater skip it Is come it check out Falls? what we thought of it it's like best um film best film Indy. Indiana oh, Jones. Like Indiana Mary Jones' Mary, Last yeah. Crusades is yeah, best single film. I, I prefer him in that, but yeah. I'm just saying, is it? Hell, best? I think he's better in Air Force One. This film's designed to give you. This film was designed. This is this is his best film in the in the, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because he gets the he, he gets the moments, even though we're, we're we're creeped out by it. It gives his character something to do. In he three, has the most quotes. in three, he just sits around waiting for Leia to make up her mind. Yeah. So, and yeah. Ellie will find that out. It's another great uh, Leia Han movie. Give it a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that in mind, um, I think it's time for if he hits the right button. I don't remember which one it is. I never wanna hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Thank you to Moonlight Social for yeah. a little age game ditty. Uh, Ellie, you've got a few for us, so let's go ahead and rapid fire through these. I have. So I know we don't normally do the same ones we've done before, but as you say, there weren't that many new characters in this film. It's also been a year. <laughs> start off with Mark Hamill. I did, I did not listen to last year's to get myself ready for no, this. I think Carlos said he's going to go back and listen to it because he didn't know we'd done the first one. <laughs> um, I'm going to say 26. Mark Hamill? Yeah. 25. 27. 23. 29. Oh, wow. Oh. And Carrie Fisher, Leia? <sighs> 22. 23. Oh, I'm going to join Ethan on the 22. I'm fine with sharing it. 21. 24. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, come come on. On. I thought she was 19 when they did a new hope. All we know is that this is when it comes out, not necessarily yeah, when it's out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Harrison Ford, Han Solo? 
33. 36. I'm going to join you with that. I was going to say 36 as well. 34. 38. Hey, what's that? Hey, there we go. Well done. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force high five you across from the I can see you. So bang. There it is. <laughs> don't choke me, though. Right? <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Don't do that one. No, no. <laughs> um, Billy D. Williams, who's London. Wow. London. 32. 30. 35. 38. 43. Wow. I was going to say 42 and I chickened out because you all went low. Damn it. He, wow. I'm so such glad a I'm young looking ADA. man in this. <laughs> yeah. I should have yeah, known because in the, in the new ones, he looks old. He, yeah, he's yeah. sad. He does look really <laughs> old in the new ones. All that right. It's like four years difference. <laughs> so um, now it's time to take a look at our critics. So, Georgia, what yeah. do the critics think about this film? Well, most of them really, 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 really like it. And then there's some that are like, I don't like Star Wars. Bleh. So <laughs> that's a gr- I hope someone that's an entire review. I was going to say, that was my entire review, but it's not. That was a lie. I don't hate all of Star Wars. Um, Bob Thomas for the Associated Press says, uh, The Empire Strikes Back displays the same soaring imagination that made classic uh, made Star Wars a filmmaking classic. Most other space movies seem clunky and earthbound in comparison. Which I liked that he used like a space, space metaphor. That was nice. Yep. Um, I chose this guy because I'm sure he gets called Charlie Chaplin all the time because his actual name is Charles Champlin from the uh, Los Angeles Times. Said, another richly imaginative, engrossing and spectacular motion picture from the redoubtable George Lucas. Then I picked one that wasn't so positive because I was like, we need a bit of a we need a bit of a spin on this. So we get Eric Shorter from the Daily Telegraph for the UK that it's hard to place one's affections anywhere in a world which is ruled by buttons and dials, computers and bleeps and people whose conversation is technical, inaudible or dull. I'm like, yeah, there are definitely bits of that in this film. And then our good friend Roger Ebert. Ebs. Ebs. For the Chicago Sun Times, he says it is a visual extravaganza from beginning to end, one of the most visionary and inventive of all films, and gives it four out of four. Wow, okay. He's a big, big Empire Strikes Back fan. So we like to be fair, this is also from films he would have seen in the like at this point in the eighties. We've seen so many yeah. better <laughs> ways that this narrative's been handled now. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's yeah. any film we talk about. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just it's like saying when, how when it, we were talking to Mickey. I mean, we don't go. Oh, it's yeah. a great animation. Of course, it's of its time. Oh no, yeah. I'm I'm just saying like now what, how things have progressed for how we see narratives now. And I'd be interested to see the original original again rather than this rather than touched up CGI. <laughs> you do wish George Lucas would just leave him alone. Yeah, just let us have the first. Let's have the option to watch the first one again. Yeah, or at least the first uh, one. You, you do you do have the options. They're just in like these old DVD from the two thousand five DVDs. You had like a second DVD for it, but like even then, it's clunky. Yeah. Mm. So uh, let's talk about some of the critics that we have with us here. Uh, Dwayne Smith, that's friend of the podcast. Dwayne Smith. <laughs> Dwayne Smith. Uh, Dwayne Smith. Says, I think this is the film that got me into Star Wars. It's my favorite of the film's first three. Uh, I never saw any at the cinema, so it was introduced through TV. Uh, it is the best one. All the characters are set, and Han Solo is badass. The nostalgia is strong with this one. Yeah, that's a fair way to put it, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debbie, friend of the podcast, Debbie, says, I don't think I've seen any of the original films start to finish with the power this franchise is so strong i've been aware of the music the backstory and the characters for as long as i can remember it has always been there Sorry um, for your review, Debbie. and she's posted a gif of someone who says the death star is just full of british actors opening doors and going oh i'm uh 
as Eddie Izzard. Was that Eddie Izzard? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Um, and then we've got uh, Andrew Ashevsky, who says, this was actually the first Star Wars movie I saw in full and still holds up in our family as the best one. Everything about this movie builds on and somehow improves on the original, from the sets to the characters to the superb score. Also, one of the best lines in history, which is followed by a gif of do or do not, there is no try. Hmm. Uh, our Aussie friends, let's talk about this podcast, say it would be the best Star Wars film if the Christmas special didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys don't take anything seriously. <laughs> Speaking of ones who do, though, the Paul and Griff Show say, hey. not being a Star Wars fan, can appreciate this as top tier to fans. It does have a little bit of everything, and Luke, I'm your father, is probably top 50 movie lines of all time. That's uh, no, I am your father. Yeah. But absolutely. And it is. It's in the public consciousness as Luke, I am your father. And it I don't is. think we'll ever change that. Uh, Bradley says this film has everything and anything you'd want in a movie. High stakes, solo invader on top of their game, incredible to look at. The snow scenes are some of the best in the franchise, but says I still prefer A New Hope, but this is very, very close. Film Floggers just posts a picture of Han Solo saying, I know, and says, <laughs> smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Julene from It Goes Down in the PM says, it is, in my opinion, the best Star Wars film of all time. I know I do back and forth between Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, but I think I really love this film. It's exciting, action-packed, and we see Luke grow as a character. And... We meet Yoda. Um, Carlos, did you do Star Wars already? I went, yep. Uh, he said, he says, anyway, Empire is great. I go back and forth between it and Star Wars is my favorite, but I love the gray areas in this one. Lando's betrayal, Luke's insecurities into whether or not to train or help his friends. Darth Vader is Luke's father. It's great. Uh, Dan Mackelt says, I love this movie in so many ways. It's going to kill me to hear the girls dismiss it. Brackets, uh, I hope knows. I'm wrong. So, <laughs> uh, sorry, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> the pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> to be uh, fair, though, I think we've all done a fair share of knocking back some of the elements in this let's see how it comes out in the wash Uh, i wonder if this movie (laughs) holds up to fresh eyes after uh, all that's come after it is there a more iconic line than no i am your father (laughs) um film vloggers responds with yep and just reposts i know (laughs) 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 i do enjoy our fledgling fandom they are good peeps so i asked the question to everybody is this the best star wars film ever 78 percent of people said yes yeah so more than any other film there's not a whole lot in the running not really no really i think people are gonna go either number one or they're going to go number two. Sorry, they're going to go Star Wars. They're going to go Empire Strikes Back. And the odd person might say Last Jedi or Force Awakens. Hi, that's no, me. No, I'm You're more not Return of the Jedi. Here. I love so, Last Jedi. Um, what was the first one that came out a little while ago that has uh, BB-8 in? Rogue One. No, no, that's Force Awakens. Force Awakens is the first one. I like Force Awakens. Yeah. So that's really kind of where we're at so uh all that's really left for us to do now is to give our ratings we need to do two things here we got to serve two masters both our best film ever masters and our talking the mickey masters and this is quite easy all you have to do is give us your rating out of 10 and you don't have to do it in this order you can do the other way around but also you have to rank them is this the best or the second best of the two star wars films we've done to this point okay so liam let's start with you Okay, this was always my favourite Star Wars movie, hands down, uh, until I just watched it again. (laughs) But I think it's this version I don't like. I don't know. But I'm still going to give it a rating of seven and a half Chewbacca whales. (laughs) All right, seven and a half Chewbacca whales. Yeah. Um, This is going to be fun. Ellie! (laughs) 
so I'm going to do them in reverse. So uh, this is my second favourite Star Wars film of the ones I've seen. Um, I gave, just, just for um, some comparison, I gave the first one a 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this one was infinitely worse. Wow. Um, I hated all of it, apart from the music. Um, I'm giving it a three and a half. Wow. Ooh. There you I go, Dan. Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she didn't Wow, three and a half. Wow. wow. It was That's rocky level. Better. It, it, yeah, no, Rocky was a three, you see, and I did think about this in so my So I've given head, you the option. You would, if you had to, you would watch this over Rocky again. Yeah, because Rocky made me feel really uncomfortable. It made me feel icky. Okay. Whereas this one, I just hated it. Okay. Tom Hanks was in neither of those films, just for the record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead with Ethan. What do you got? Uh, I've never held this film in high regards, to be fair. I think it's a Star Wars film. Who? That does not mean a good Star Wars film. It's a Star Wars Wars film. What do you mean by that? (laughs) Okay, so like films can, like Star Wars films, like, oh, it's a Star Wars film. It's set in Star Wars. It's a film. I don't think it's fantastic. I don't think it's great. We've said a lot of issues. I think it meanders way too long in places that I don't think are done well. The writing is kind of naff at points, and it is a lot of just, oh, I remember those moments things. Uh, so I'm giving this uh, six family feuds out of ten. Mm. Wow. I expected more. I expected more I, from Ethan, yeah. Oh, I forgot to say. Yeah, I, I still have a new hope as, uh, as my number one. The, okay. Like, it, it's, this is fine. So, Liam, did you say this was better than I th- New Hope? Yeah, for me. Okay, yeah. so so far we've got two people choosing A New Hope yeah. and you choosing Empire. Yeah. Let's throw to Georgia. Uh, I am not evening the score. I'm going, uh, this one is worse than the first one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, Star Wars is better than Empire Strikes Back. Um, and I'm going to give this film six out of ten, not Ooh. enough Jowers. Wow. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad. I was expecting worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, up to me, I guess. It's up to you, yeah. I I'm, believe- on I'm on my own here. I believe... I believe my right my, my numbers will line up with this, I think. Or maybe I need to, re- to rethink some things. Um, it's hard to do a second movie in a, in a thing because you don't get the benefit of breaking new ground with these exciting... What did the first one get today? We got to explain just what the Force was, who Luke was, who Vader was. You got all these firsts. Yeah. And then for the second one, you are forced to go with character-based stuff. Well, and it just bugs me that they spend... <laughs> number of times I said force this episode. It's fantastic. <laughs> we are forced to spend so much time on a ship just waiting for time to pass yeah and they could have gone to a character place or a plot place and they said let's just go to a waiting place it is a waiting place and it's all it is um i'm gonna rank this as my second favorite so new hope i I was i thought i was going the opposite direction whenever you see people want to name a movie where the sequel is better than the first empire strikes back first thing out of my mouth always i'm wrong on that it is not better i think it's this version though no, I don't think it's so. nostalgia. I don't I think think so. It's, it's oh. nostalgia. It's so many th- iconic things. I like it because yeah, go on. I think what's happening is we remember the first act, we remember the third act, and we forget the second part. And I think if you're just viewing it and you're just chilling out, you'll walk going, "Ah, oh, it was really, really good." And the minute mm-hmm. you're actually forced to go back over it and well, kind of deal with the, the, the lot of it, I think that second act really just grinds. Mm. And much like the characters, we are sitting there waiting for it to pass and it's a shame because the third act is 10 out of 10 stuff i really 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 do believe that and i love the iconography 
Uh, we can disagree. I, I really like the iconography, though, of Star Wars. I really, really do. And so it's part of that which pulls and, and nostalgia and all this sort of stuff. I'm going to go higher than anybody else here on it. I'll say that much. Okay. Okay. So I was low last week. I'm high this week. And not even by a little bit, I don't think. I am going eight freeze your boyfriend in carbonites out of ten. <laughs> nice. So I, unlike you guys, don't. I am not like you guys or like Han Solo. I am not frozen on this film. Uh, I think it's an eight. I guess Liam, you and I are pretty close, actually. Yeah, seven yeah. and a half. You and I are pretty close. Uh, I think I do think a new hope's better, and I think part of that is because it's because it's new, and everything feels fresh and exciting. And there are parts of this that didn't feel fresh or exciting. No, but I, I've always been a Han Solo and Chewbacca fan. So for yep. me, I, I got what I wanted out of this yep. movie. Well, once we got to the third act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. problem. We had to wait a long time for I that know, payoff. I know, again, but my, my thinking... Which is was, funny, because I rated it higher than you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, know. This debate. <laughs> I know, but I can see the holes in it. I can. Yeah. Like I said to you before, I've seen movies and not seen the holes and all that. Now we criticise films. I see more than i used to and but my nostalgia for it and this is all this has always been one of my favorites this or return of the jedi so because they're the ones i remember fondly more as a child so and i like this because it's darker and you don't often see dark dark in star wars yeah I hear. So, so that's why i like this one <sighs> It's just, it's just, it's just snapshots, and I think you're uh, right. You're right. I, I think there's a lot I can't of argue that. yeah. I think there's a lot of good goodwill, which the ending and the snapshots. Yeah, I, I love the set design. I think Ellie's yeah. wrong yeah. on some things, Same. which we're allowed to agree with or, yeah. or allowed to say. Uh, I think the set design's lovely. I yeah. think Dagobah looks different from Cloud City, which looks different from Hoth, which looks different from you know. I think all these things are are are, are nice. They didn't spend the whole time locked up on you know the Death Star as no. you do for one and for large parts of three. Yeah. I think. You, you had a variety of things in this regard, and I thought that was that was beneficial. I, I like Yoda's character design and things like that. So, and Billy Dee's a, a fun addition. I love L- Lando Calrissian. Uh, he always and Hamill's a better actor in this one than he's the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Marginally, but Ellie. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't have a huge issue with the set design in this one. It was oh, so, the first one. Okay, so it won't be losing. <laughs> it might not. It might not be well, be be winning so many resties and, and walkies this year. Oh, it, it probably will, but different, <laughs> different ones. ones. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, um, really, that's about. Have you have anything closing to say on Star Wars? If we, uh... I'm just just as a passing like like observation. Yep. It's interesting that the people that have got history and nostalgia with these films are are rating them a lot higher than myself and Ellie who. This is the first time we've sat down and watched it all the way through. I didn't. And don't necessarily have right. the, all of this. I just think it's interesting. I, there's a power I think, to like it. You're, I think what you're saying, like you're saying, like with the iconography and those sorts of things, you remember those really strongly. Whereas someone who's and like you, so when you get to see them again, it's like, oh yeah, there's that bit. If I can, and for yeah, I just, I just interesting because we just did Princess Diaries. Yeah. And you rated Princess Diaries mega high compared to the oh, rest yeah, of yeah. us. And it was based oh, yeah, off that nostalgia. That so, no, no. So yeah. I, I think it, it it just takes different forms for, I guess, myself and Liam. Because, Ethan, I'm, 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 bless you, I'm not even going to count you in it. Yeah. Because it, it was, for us, for Liam and myself, it was new yeah, when we were children. Exactly. It was new. And it was the new, we, it was the it was the Avengers Endgame of its time. Yeah. And <laughs> it was on the pillowcases. And it was on the coloring books and everything. the lunchboxes. And and you, you guys are spoiled today with everything that you see like in avengers so anything before that 
is going to seem less. Are we talking like special effects or what are you talking special about? Special effects okay. um, and stuff like that. Um, because, like I said, I we do have nostalgia. Yeah. And, and I do look back at it. In fact, if anything, my Star Wars fandom has waned as I've got older. Agreed. Same. Um, it wasn't as big as when I was a kid. Um, but it's hard to look back with the nostalgia feel to it and trash it because yeah. it's part of our growing up. Yeah. And they didn't have that. So they didn't, they didn't have the, the full... No, no, I, I, I fully agree with you. You know, the full exposure to it. Yeah. You know, like the Jurassic Parkness and all that when that all came I'll out. I'll to you. Sorry? Just because I also grew up, like, we also had the era of Star Wars, different Star Wars, but we, but yeah, for but a long period, we Star still, Wars. oh no, but we still, a lot of us still were more fond of the originals and pillar towards those. No, what I'm previous. saying is you weren't exposed to the, the exposure we had. It would, I, I think it would it be like saturated. if 20 years from now, Ethan, if someone was trying to yeah. tell you, oh, I really like those old Marvel films. <laughs> I really like, the, I can appreciate Avengers Endgame. And I, yeah. you know, I see, and oh, it, okay. it's different though, because you weren't there when it was the new thing that was yeah. happening. I don't and think that should diminish someone's appreciation. I don't think that's necessarily being said, but I think nostalgia is a different component if it's that. Yeah, yeah. When you're there and you remember looking at the poster and counting down the days and waiting to see it, and I can tell you exactly where we were in the cinema when I watched... Well, Avengers. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I remember, you know, having a lunchbox. I remember what that looked like. I remember what all these things sort of was. It's not a different, it's a, just a different type of appreciation. It goes back to a more emotional center, I suppose. And I can remember meeting David Prowse outside Woolworths in Hunstanton in the whole Darth Vader outfit, you know? It was such mass hysteria. It was, I can't explain it. You, you got caught along with it. And that's what I remember. And that's what I, I gravitate towards. And it's happy memories for me. So I'm going to put a better mark on things because of the feelings I had when I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think anybody's challenging your right to give it that no, mark. No, God, no. No. But, but you don't see it in the same light we do. So it's a generation. And conversely, thing. we don't see it in the same light they do. No, exactly. So, um, And this is, why films, this is why films are interesting, because Ethan's sitting there going, I have a right to feel that I really, really <laughs> like this film, and I can, yeah. I can have an equal voice. I don't think I was trying to take away that voice, but it's not that you don't have it's an equal voice. You have different voices yeah, yeah. on this one. I think that's yeah, all that's yeah, being yeah, said. Yeah. So uh, let's talk, you know, different voices. Ethan, you've got a different voice because you're bringing us what we're doing next on Talking the Mickey. I think I yes. know what this is unless you've changed your mind. So <laughs> run with yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you know what this is because I'm really bad at teasing things over audio, it seems. Yeah. Um, but we've just covered a franchise uh, that wasn't originally owned by Disney. So I thought we'd go to another franchise not originally owned by Disney. For the last six weeks, Ian has not stopped talking about this one dude because he wanted to see him. So I'm granting him that wish because we have a new Captain America. So I thought we'd go and see the original Captain America in Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, yeah. So all the way back to... Not Cap is back, but here is Cap. Here is yeah. Ten, 10 years ago this year. Looks very different. Wow. He looks very ago. different. Yeah. 2011, I yeah. I would have thought of it more. Where's that time gone? I don't know. But that'll be on the Talking <laughs> the Mickey feed a week Friday. So if you listen to this on week of release, it'll be about 10 days away that we'll drop that. So coming, not coming to America. America. <laughs> but that lets me go ahead and say, while we're at it, please go ahead and check out. We've got a, we've got a Cedar Skippet on coming to America. Uh, Liam, you and I have an episode of Cleared for Takeoff dropping Friday on Arrested Development. We do. That was a lot of fun to watch. It was. So uh, we have that. Uh, please get your picks in for the real round table next week and then all, sorry, next, or later in the month, sorry, uh, on Nicole Kidman. And then Excuse all that's me? left for us <laughs> to 
do now. <laughs> no, I've got I've got my list of films I'm trying to get through as well. And all that's left for to do is for me to disclose what we're doing next week. Ooh. It's another anniversary special. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was thinking to myself earlier, act one, we're on Hoth. There's a terrible storm. And I said, what if someone was chasing that storm? What if they were chasing that storm with a bunch of gizmos to try and make it go up in the air? What if they were chasing oh, no. a twister? I was going to say twister. Oh. So we are looking at the 1996 Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton film. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name who was in Mission Impossible 3? That dude. Oh. He won Best Actor. He died really young. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's it. Philip Seymour yeah, Hoffman yeah. in a small role in this. He is small. Twister. Um, an absolute box office smash of 1996. Yeah. And we're checking that out. And George is very excited about it. So, if I remember is, rightly, I really hate this film. Well, then you'll be the, you'll be then, that voice next week. Yeah, that's yeah. fine, too. <laughs> this is hilarious. So you went from being the positive one on Howl's Moving Castle to kind of ambivalent about Star Wars. Let's see if you can be the bottom <laughs> one next week. On this. <laughs> there we go. On Twister. Yeah. So has anybody seen this before? I have, yeah. I have. I yeah. saw it way back when. Ellie? I think I might have seen a tiny bit of it on the TV, but not really. Sorry, Liam, what were you saying? I saw it years ago when it came out. I haven't seen it since. Yeah, it's been a long time for me. We so had it on VHS. I'm, I'm interested to watch it again. We had it on VHS when it came out. We were a movie-watching family, so yeah, yeah, yeah. if it was a big deal, we probably had it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that will be that. So please join us next week when, depending on the feed you're listening to, <laughs> we do either Captain America the First Avenger or Twister. For Best Film Ever and Talking to Mickey, I've been I've been Liam. I've been Ellie. I've been Ethan. And I've been Georgia. And Georgia, I want to say this to you in closing. Regarding next week, don't hate the film. Find the joy in it. Search your feelings. You know them to be true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you on... Are <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they get caught up in there. Maybe. But we'll catch you on the flippity-flap. The flippity-flip-flop. this week is it the, oh you've got enough do you have one every week yeah oh do you done yeah you'll go and see him yeah we're doing star wars this week yeah do you remember when star wars came out i think i'll see the first one yeah you know, so <laughs> that's a very long time and at the time that was completely different that took quite a I followed it. I did yeah. follow it, but that took a lot to follow. Now, those sort of things don't do that. Yeah, so they're much. more common now, aren't they? Yeah. Like action Some films. of them that Finley has got on sometimes when I'm at papers, I'm afraid they, I just leave them. Cause Marvel films. Yeah. All Captain America. All and, like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, they're so ridiculous in places <laughs> that, no, I don't, I don't try and follow them. I no. just don't like them. Anyhow, they switch about quite a bit, so you never see the end of one anyhow. So. <laughs> Why is it people that have got sky mm. and can get lots of probes? If you're a, you never see anything because they're so busy flicking through to see all you can get on. <laughs> they just watch the screen, like the, yeah, the, the programme. I think he does that. Did Dad and Uncle Peter ever watch all the Star Wars films? Or did they, were they not bothered by them? 
Well, I think Peter might have done. I, I don't think your father did. No. don't think your father was all that much of a television person. <laughs>